The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves the experience of cracking them open or you love the convenience of no-shell pistachios like myself, Wonderful Pistachios is the perfect healthy snack for when hunger strikes. And there are a bunch of tasty flavors to choose from too, like honey roasted, smoky barbecue, jalapeno lime, and more. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. We back. The crew is all here for another dope episode of Paper Route. You know, I'm Corey Holmes, a.k.a. Corey in the Cut. I got Ashley Nicole Moss with me. I went first. Today. I had to make sure I started with <laughs> Ashley Nicole Moss today. We got Brandon the Beast Marshall. We got Wu Out Houston West. We got BC in the booth. The underdog. The underdog. There you go. I like the attitude. We got BC in the booth, and Mysterious Mander Legend is somewhere, um, but we don't know where he is. He's at our, he's at our, he's at our studio. Is he? He's at a studio that we've been working on. That's in, uh, right. Studio for the fall. So that's where Mander. Oh my! We got some big stuff. I don't cooking. have my my mic in front of me. <laughs> you go, I've been talking go. this whole time <laughs> without my mic. I'm not prepared. <laughs> Anyways, go because it just all ruined. I didn't have my mic. No one can hear me. <laughs> Move on. <laughs> nah, that's all right. Hey, Doesn't we got a good matter. show for y'all today, though. We actually have a, a guest joining the show. We have Doctor Chow. If you're not familiar with him, he spent 17 years as the head team physician for the San Diego Chargers, and he's just a medical expert in this field. We're going to have him on later to give us some updates, you know, on some injuries basically around the league, and we're going to have some other interesting topics to talk about with him. And today, um, we're going to break down the top 10 of the NFL top 100. Patrick Mahomes, he came out on top. He was the number one player, uh, you know, voted by players and others. And we're going to break, like I said, we're going to break that down a little bit later, but guys... We gotta we gotta top we gotta start excuse me with some uh, with some some news some some big news right so yesterday we learned that Richard Sherman has been named as the replacement for Shannon Sharp on Fox Sports One's uh, Undisputed how do y'all feel about that well go ahead Ashley yeah, yeah y'all looking for it sure? to, well, you always want to go first y'all okay. looking forward to seeing um, this duo I actually am very excited for it I like yeah. Richard Sherman I think he is the coolest mix of like very educated and smart and well-spoken but he also has that like savage just like yeah. you know i'll dig i'll dig yeah. at you raw type of thing about him you don't know if you, everybody remembers i don't know how you can't where he says i'm better at life than you when he said that's a skip that's on, right. when skip was on first take with Stephen a and Stephen a was just sitting there like watching a tennis match going back and forth <laughs> so i feel like he's a really good match he needed somebody you know after shannon leaving he needed somebody who could articulate his points or their points, because it could have been a woman as well, articulate their points and get to and from their points quick, know mm. the facts, know the information, but also have that rough around the edges aspect about them enough to kind of make Skip uncomfortable and hold him accountable and push back on him. And I think Richard Sherman is a, is a great mix of those mm. two worlds. So I like mm. it. I'm, I'm actually excited for him. Brandon, before you chime in, you alluded to an exchange that they had on TV and we actually got a clip of it. So let's take a look at that. This is not the first time that they will be going back and forth on national television. Mm. 
So we're waiting for BC to uh, say whatever you want. Skip can say whatever he wants, but Skip, whenever you refer to me, whenever you speak to me, whenever you address me, address, address me as all pro Stanford graduate, because those are some accomplishments you will never, you can aspire to, you will never accomplish. You have never accomplished anything. So, but um, those things are on my resume. Those are, those are what I've done. It's my second year in the NFL, going on my third. I mean, you tell me who's wrong. Okay, I, I'll accept that. I, I think I've accomplished more in my field than you have in yours, though you're just getting started. So, so I'm, I'm the top of my field, so I'm all pro. I'm the best, one okay. of the best 22 players in the NFL. You're, you're going to brush it off, but I don't think you're the best 22 anything in sports and in, in media and well, anything. I think you debatable. think more of yourself than you actually can, you know, prove. But okay, I'll, you think you're like better than Darrell like Revis is right now? In my, in my 24 years of life, I'm better at life than you. So okay. Look at Stephen. He's trying not to laugh. No, that's look at his eyes when he said it. <laughs> He's trying not to I'm laugh. He's trying life. to hold in his laugh. That's why. Hold oh, no, on. Can we do this real that's quick? So I'm so wild. sorry. Hey, we're on SiriusXM as well. Uh, Channel 103 Faction Talk. Sh Faction Talk. Shout out to our partners over there. Um, and so for you guys that are listening, you can't see this. Ashley, please, let me go back to the last 10 seconds. BC, can you go to, like, the last 15 seconds He's of that video? He's trying not to laugh. Where, no, look at his eyes. I know, when he's Richard squinting so he doesn't that, laugh. He look at his he eyes. He can say whatever he wants, but Skip, hey, those are, those are what I've done. Hold on, we have to talk. Look at his eyes. You're going to brush it off, but I don't think you're the best 22 anything in sports and in media and anything. I think you think more of yourself than... You actually oh can, my goodness, you know, we couldn't fast prove. forward. We couldn't do no, that. No, we're, we're at the You think you're like better than Darrell like Revis is right now? In my, in my 24 years of life, I'm better at life than you. Okay. So let's, All right, that's let's, good. <laughs> <laughs> that one hurt. That one hurt. Okay. I'm okay. better at life than you. <laughs> Yo. Yo. Okay, BC. You can say whatever you want. Tell BC, come on. Skip, whenever you refer to Oh, my goodness. Yo. Uh... So sorry, guys. I had to take you on that journey. Uh, to me, uh, <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> Ashley said he's trying not to laugh, but but this is where it starts, right? Like you see this all the time in sports. Draymond Green doesn't like CP3. Ashley, he goes out there, you know, for years and say I don't like this guy, but now he's on his team. So what happens then? Jalen Ramsey, not Jalen Ramsey, Tyreek Hill and uh, uh, Eli Apple. Mm -hmm. But now they're on the same team. So, you know, there there had to be a conversation obviously had between them two because what you said about Richard Sherman and why this is going to work and this could be really a big move for everybody involved is because Richard Sherman is real. So what that clip that we just saw, that's how he really feel. But that's how we got to the Pat McAfee's. That's how we got to the I Am Athletes because of that relationship that you see right there. Richard Sherman came on there with an attitude like, yo, why you keep talking about me the way you talking about me? Yeah. Right? He really didn't like Skip in that moment. Hell, mm -hmm. he probably didn't like Skip until they put a bag in his face like, yo, here go M for you to come <laughs> on the show for 50 to 100 uh, episodes. That's what they said. He's going to be his football contributor and he can yeah. probably appear in 50 to 100 episodes. So, Ashley, here, here's what I would say here. Um, I like this and I, I think this could be... He's a football contributor. He's Shannon Sharp's replacement. No, no, but they also brought in Little Wayne. Right, Little Wayne is gonna. Little Wayne's a contributor, but Richard Sherman was named the new co-host of Undisputed. Yeah, but fifty to a hundred episodes. So. Only during the football season. Come basketball, he'll be full time. Oh, uh, is that I, well, I don't think that was yeah, clear. Yeah, because think... he's still gonna be doing his Thursday night football. Um, 
responsibilities. He's part of that Thursday night football with the Amazon Prime. With Amazon Prime. So I think the 50 to 100 episodes is only during the NFL season. That's what I'm saying. He, but I think come basketball no, they're season, gonna, he's a I, I full... Think the way I read it and how I see this is they're going to bring on basketball contributors. I, I feel like I feel like uh, Skip sat back and FS1 sat back and they saw what First Take just went through. Stephen A. Smith and those oh, guys let weird. go of Max. So then he's and they not brought Shannon in a bunch Sharp's of contributors. No. Oh, he's, but the he, way that they then the way that they're putting that out there, he's not his replacement. No, if he was his replacement, he'd be the full time co host. No, they said fifty to hundred. But oh, I, but they're they're doing with uh with with what Stephen A. Smith did with first take uh, a year ago, whenever that was. What did they do in football season? Michael Irvin came on 80 times through football season or something like that. Then they brought in uh, Mad Dog on football, and they still have uh, Ryan uh, uh, Sharts. Uh, you got uh, – I couldn't come up with a better BS name, you know – Kind of throw who some shade. We, who are we talking <laughs> it about? Doesn't matter. Oh, doesn't matter. So they got all these football contributors. Yeah, 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 don't Stay with me. Stay with me. Like you know, I like to get messy. Oh, okay. And then also in basketball, in basketball season, they bring in basketball contributors. So here's what I would say: uh, uh, this show, and I think they may have even changed the name on the show to Morning or something. But this show reached the pinnacle, reached the peak, or I say the peak of this show with Shannon Sharp and Steven uh, and Skip Bayless. A lot of people came out here. It was like, yo, this show's dope, and how are they gonna how are they gonna rebound from this? And he couldn't have played it better. I'm I don't love Skip. Um, I feel like how Richard Sherman and a lot of athletes feel about Skip, but I, I do have to give him his flowers right now. I gotta give him I gotta give him that. Like he rebounded perfectly. You go out there and get Little Wayne. I offered Little Wayne. I've been talking to Little Wayne and Mac Main for a year and a half about putting a sports show together with an artist and an athlete. So, like, when I saw that, I was like, oh, no. <laughs> and, but it's great. It's a great move. Little Wayne knows all sports. He's phenomenal. And then you go get Richard Sherman. So, I feel like this, the, the Undisputed reached his peak, Ashley. And now, with these additions, they're going to bring their audience back. They're going to bring a new audience. People like myself that never watched before, I'll watch to see how this all works. How good is Little Wayne? Is Richard Sherman really going to be himself and not the guy, like, buttoned up version? And if they do that, all these new people are going to come in and their ratings are probably going to be better. So I think this was great, a great move for everybody involved. Yeah, no, agreed, agreed. Agree. But all right, guys, moving on. Of course, I'm looking forward to seeing those two go at it, but we'll see how that turns out. But moving on, guys, so this weekend, this is an interesting story from over the weekend. TikTok user Danger Cat posted to his, his TikTok, I believe is how it started, that if he had reached 75,000 likes, he'd purchase a one-on-one -on -one package against an NBA player. So I don't know if you guys have been following that story a little bit, but NBA players, Jimmy Butler's another one, has been offering their fans an opportunity to play them one-on-one, -on -one, you know, at hold a Hold on, price. hold on one second. Let's go back. What's up? Let's go back. We got to go back. There's more uh, meat on the bones with this uh, first take, uh, well, undisputed. Oh, you want to go back? Stuff. A whole Yeah, we got to go back. I'm sorry. Okay, got you. We got to go back. There's people in the chat saying that Lil Wayne uh, is not a great addition. Oh. You can't tell me that Lil Wayne is not a great addition. And this is Christy O. You know, I love you here, and there's other people saying that. Lil Wayne. I, I almost want to say if it's just skipping Wayne, I don't know if that's a great addition. That might be what they're thinking. Because now you don't have the athletic, the athlete right. side of things. You just have the entertainer, the, the musician, and then you have the analyst. So it's more opinions. There's no real experience speaking. Yeah, but that's not I the case. About that. The case is they're built. Skip isn't an analyst. No shade. Go ahead. Would you not. consider him? Uh, Pundit. <laughs> he's the same thing I consider what Stephen A. is at this point, an entertainer. They're not journalists because mm. they don't follow. They don't. They don't follow journalistic code. They were journalists at one point when yeah. they were writing. Yeah. 
but at this point in their TV um, stage, they're more personalities yeah. than they are journalists. They're not analysts. They don't really break down the game. They're not color commentators. They don't call games. Um, their personalities is what they are at this so, point. So that's no get, shade. It's just what they are. No, the I get what you're saying. Game. Yeah. So we'll get back to Christy O and Little Wayne thing. But actually, you know, this is like the second, third time that you talked about, you know, journalist code. Like, can mm -hmm. you break that down for people like ourselves that didn't go to school or may not so, know like, it? Like, what, what are you I consider to? myself a journalist. Right. Like, I don't consider myself a personality because I, when I report on stories and even in my breakdown of games or, or breakdown of stories, I follow journalistic integrity. Right. So you don't say certain things. You don't manipulate headlines. You don't, you know, manipulate facts. It's very cut and dry whoa, whoa, now. Whoa, 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 Tama, I'm sorry. What? And I love what you're, you're educating us here. Yeah. But journalists manipulate here. That's, they're not, they're breaking journalistic integrity. Because I, and, That's not what you're supposed to do. That's the people like rule who write one. for like the Wall Street Journal or the New It's rule the number Post. one, they're breaking it. Like well, they do that, but, that, but they do that all the time, like these sensationalized headlines. And it's, they're breaking journalistic integrity. But, but, but so you agree with me that that No, happens. I agree with you. It, okay, it happens okay. a lot, but okay. like I, I'm somebody who like I that's like rule number one in journalism school. You never break journalistic integrity, and that's right. something that I'm very, um, like I'm. Sh I yeah, stand we got on. an argument over that. Yeah, like I stand <laughs> on that. Yeah, we got like, a big argument. I, I stand on that. Like I don't believe <laughs> yeah. in breaking journalistic integrity. So, I think that now I think that the journalist has changed form. It's not like right. newspaper like read all about it journalists anymore. I think that they're more multi, you know, hyphenated and, and do different things. Like I would say I'm a journalist and host, which is traditionally what not is what a journalist is not supposed to be. Yeah. And I think also because of the way sports media and entertainment are intertwined, journalists sometimes become celebrities and personalities in their own right. You know, they have things outside of what they do journalistically and as a journalist, you're not really supposed to have relationships with athletes, you know, friendships and things like that. Obviously, that's something that I have and I don't shy away from. I don't hide it. So I think that the way I think there's new age journalists, but I don't think Skip and Stephen A are no longer within that field. And that's fine. They're bigger than that right. at this point. They're personalities. But journalists don't cross certain lines that they cross because it's an entertainment value. Right. So I think that's a little bit different and also you never see Stephen a sitting down one-on-one -on -one doing a one-on-one -on -one interview that's a journalist yeah you know you never see them doing that at this right. stage they're more just like talking heads yeah. personalities okay so when are we going to see your one-on-one -on -one? the people the people are asking they are asking get back into my bag sooner rather than later so when mm. i don't know when we put her on the spot <laughs> hit him with the heart we want one-on-one -on -one. we <laughs> want one -on ashley one-on-one ashley one v one yeah we're, we're we gonna be doing a, a, a three-on-one soon what? Three. With the, uh, she trying to change the subject. <laughs> yeah, with, no. So here's what I would say. Um, we want the one-on-one. -on -one, so okay. you got to fade us, Ashley. We want the one-on-one -on -one, uh, come this fall. We want to see it. Okay. People don't want to just hear me interrupt. Like, you have your own style, your own flow. So come this September, October, we would love to see the Ashley Nicole uh, uh, Ma show here on Paper Route. Okay. I am athlete. I'm okay. here for it. But back to Christy O and everybody else in the chat right now. We have we have breaking news though. If you want to get oh, to that first, goodness. the New really? Orleans Saints are expected to sign both Kareem Hunt and Anthony Barr if both players pass their physicals and are in shape. 
Those that's are not great breaking additions. news. You guys nah, don't care? Nah, nah, that's nah, not nah, breaking nah, news. Nah, nah, it is. I'm never getting my 30 seconds. I was about to. Okay, sorry. I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know. The people, <laughs> I mean, to me, I didn't know. If go with your breaking that. news. <laughs> have y'all realized that Ashley is our breaking news specialist? I, oh, yeah. <laughs> I feel like people want that. The chat go. was telling me there was breaking NFL news, and I just, oh, I was share, and, and I went to go look it up. So, Kareem Hunt it is breaking and Anthony that, Barr. It comes in light of uh, Alvin Kamara's suspension, too. So, it was it was an intentional. Give Brandon his 30 seconds about Wayne. So, we don't have to hear about this anymore. No. For the love of God. Can, can we establish what breaking news is? That is breaking news. It was news. breaking news. Like, I mean, for like... Does it have to what be a makes break? The, what, what, what makes <laughs> like, the ticker? What makes, like, we needed breaking news? It was news breaking news enough for, for Rappaport to tweet it out. Who? Ian Rappaport. Who? <laughs> stop, stop. Not, not Ian Rappaport. Yeah. Yeah. If, if it was Michael. Let me, like, piss off. I don't Ashley. care. <laughs> Just talk about Lil Wayne. I don't <laughs> want to move past <laughs> this. Oh, my no, God. No, seriously, I'm sorry to interrupt you and, you know, uh, Corey, you know, to go back here. But th but this is a big deal. You know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of people thought this show was going to fail. And, and, and so the the way I see it right now, they're going to surround Skip, sur Skip surrounding himself with contributors, which I think is smart. I don't think there was a better rebound. And so, Christy O, I, I, I don't understand why. I wish you can call and I wish you can Zoom. Ashley, say you got a job. Ashley, say you're working right now and you chime in at your, I don't know, at your desk. <laughs> but you're here every day. Like, when can we have you on the show? Because this is what I want to talk about. This type of engagement I want to have with our fans. Christy O, I, 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 Little Wayne, have you been following Little Wayne? Little Wayne, he knows football. Hell, Little Wayne broke the news on what Aaron Rodgers was going to do right here on I Am Athlete. Right? I mean, and then you think I about feel like basketball. Everybody knew what Aaron Rodgers was going to do. <laughs> yeah, but I'm talking, no, this was back uh, before, like be when he came back to Green Bay. I that feel time. like everybody knew he was going to leave eventually. Okay, right. Like, I don't feel like that was like, <laughs> you know. Right. But I mean, I, I get it. I think people are, are well, first of all, it's going to be funny because, you know, Lil Wayne's a fan of like 25,000 different teams. No, he's well. In yes, all sports, he is. he's a hardcore Green Bay. No, he's Green, Green Bay. No, he's sometimes Green Bay. he's a Green Bay fan. No, he's always a Green Bay, and he's the Lakers. He is not. I've seen he him courtside rooting for like four different NBA teams. Don't start because with he, he got homeboys on those teams, but his teams are the Lakers. Yeah, and, and, the, and the Packers. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think How do you feel actually he's, he's, he's kind of Drake when it comes to the squads. No, he's uh, not. No, he's not. No, okay. he's not. He wanted to right. dip with his chip. So so here's here's what I would say. Uh, the last thing I would say here, and Ashley, if you want to add anything or you're you just ready to move on, we can do that. But mm -hmm. um, look at uh, it is what it is with Cam and Mace, right? Like it's working. That's what people want. We want realness. They want mm -hmm. that conversation, that 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 real barbershop talk. They want that. They don't want the stuff, the the produce overly produced stuff that they've been giving us on all these networks for years. They want the raw. And who's doing that, right? Because I would say artists are more comfortable than most athletes going there. Yeah. And that's and that's how we talk. Where are we from? That's how we talk in a barbershop. That's how we talk. But then we get on TV and we gotta be super buttoned up because we got all these partners and all these brand deals, right? Like Pat McAfee's going to ESPN. So now Pat McAfee, his language is going to change. He said it. Oh, I'm not gonna be able to use the F word, I'm not gonna be able to do this. It changes. Yeah. He reports to Mickey Mouse. And there's no shade, but that's that's what it is when you go to ESPN ABC. So, you know, I think this is gonna work. And I think people are going to be surprised by Little Wayne, and I'm also interested to see who else he brings in because I don't think he's done. So but, thank you for my 55 seconds, 55. and we can now move on. <laughs> but I do want to say this before we do move on. Uh, how long was it? How long was Ashley's uh, rant yesterday? 
that you know I I, I thought we she said she was gonna be quick, but it felt like four or five minutes. Did we ever? Uh, it was 65 seconds is what yeah, it clocked I, I, in I at. thought it felt more like 65. Yes, I told 70. you it was a minute. I watched when I started and I watched when I finished. It was <laughs> okay. literally a minute. We okay. actually have a super chat from Christio, uh, but it's it's not a question. It just says, let me know how I can come on, B. You got to tell me. Okay, bet. Uh, it's on you. Right. <laughs> you guys are the producers and the technical people. <laughs> Y'all tell me. I've been wanting Christio on. I've been wanting Go St. Patrick. Yeah. But we'll move on because Ashley's getting tired of me. I'm, um, we got a lot of stuff to get to. I know well. we got a lot of stuff so to get to. Let's we'll get do to it, it, huh? Right. Well, earlier I was giving y'all some context about the TikToker Danger Cat, but let's throw to the video. He kind of lays it out better. If this video gets 75,000 likes, I will buy this package and compete one-on-one -on -one versus Andre. Yeah, I mean, so we smashed that. I'm dedicating this video and the 1v1 that I play against Andre Drummond to all the haters out there that said, oh, he's never getting 75,000 likes. I mean, bro thinks he's relevant. Um, I set that goal because it costed me $448. But yeah, the 1v1 is booked this Sunday. Be there. <laughs> took care of you know work he ended up actually winning the game but cool experience for you know for the for the TikTok Dope danger experience. Cat, right I, I mean I was gonna ask you too. be like was this something that you would do for your kids would you buy like a little one-on-one -on -one package for your kid if it was like their favorite NBA player if I had to but we have the relationships yeah you know what it's support. interesting it's interesting through my kids I'm starting to become a fan mm -hmm. like my son he likes uh 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 NLE Chopper Right. Mm -hmm. So like uh, my son, he loves OBJ. He loves uh, uh, in basketball. Uh, he likes Bam. Okay. He like, you know what I mean? Out of all the yeah. people. So like now I'm finding myself now. I got to be a fan. Like if I see Bam, like, hey, Bam, like would like love to basketball. connect with you. My, mm -hmm. Just get a picture with my son, that type of thing. So I'm becoming more of a fan. And I like this. Um, Ash, I want to get your thoughts here uh, on, on how you saw this video. You know, because, like, I can go on for days here. Um, I think it was cool. I mean, I'm assuming the money probably went to charity or something like that. I don't think he, like, pocketed it. But mm -hmm. I am slightly annoyed, though, because I've been wanting a one-on-one -on -one competition between NBA players to be part of All-Star Weekend wow. for years. For years. Yeah. Athlete versus athlete. I don't want to see the freaking skills challenge. I don't care idea. about that. I want to <laughs> see one-on-one -on -one matchups, random matchups, fan-voted matchups. We talked about it on this very show. I don't want to see an in-season tournament. I want one-on-one -on -one matchups between mm -hmm. Kyrie, James Harden, Luka, LeBron. Like, I want to see the best of the best go at it. 
I'm told that, oh, they're not gonna do it because their egos are involved. This makes me mad. So you're willing to go one-on-one -on -one with someone that you know you can <laughs> beat, but you don't wanna go one-on-one -on -one with someone that you might lose to that might be more challenging, more fun to watch, push you to the limit. That's crap. I don't mm. like that at all. Yeah. I'm not I, a fan. I like that idea. Um, they, are, they have committees. We need to start, uh, uh, what is it called? We need to start uh, uh, standing on the table yelling that Ashley should be added to the NBA All-Star Committee. I'm just That's saying, I have idea. that place jumping. That's a great <laughs> idea because you, you're one of the ones that feel like there needs to be much more changes to the NBA All-Star approach, right? For sure. I don't think the All-Star weekend i don't think all-star weekend should be in the in february right i think Why? that they should do, because you, you have a lot of guys who are forfeiting vacation time like going away to turks and caicos for the week resetting their body and they're going someplace because they're voted into the all-star game and they're going to cold cities smaller market cities right. forfeiting their vacation and when it's all said and done they maybe have two days left so, so, so what are you I proposing think, i think they should do it how the mlb does it well the mlb season's a little bit longer so theirs is still in the middle of their season but i think that all-star weekend should happen around the nba draft right when everything's over and done with make it the exact same week of the nba draft so you have all-star weekend or week or whatever and then the grand finale is the nba draft you have all the biggest stars there supporting the next class coming in it's after the season so people aren't forfeiting a vacation people aren't you know not gonna participate because they don't want to be injured for the remaining of the season that actually counts the most right you can preserve your body at the end of the season if you did it the championships already been played the winners already been determined. The offseason's officially begun. Guys would be more willing to participate in an all-star that has no bearing on the regular yeah. season if it just is shift a few months. Hey, listen, those are great points. We got to get Ashley on the committee, so uh, we'll get something going where everybody has to sign up. What is that called where every uh, everybody signs something? Petition, right? Petition. We'll put together a petition and get mm -hmm. Ashley on. Hey, here's, here's what I would say to this video, right? Like... Um, if you watch that video, uh, Andre, and hopefully he's not watching because he trains here as well, I feel like <laughs> he's going to be like, damn, why y'all show all my bad clips, right? So he can walk in his room right now and be like, yo, what are y'all doing, right? Mm -hmm. So hopefully he's not watching. Um, I feel like the biggest mistake he made is that he took it too easy on him, right? And, and you do that. You're a pro athlete. You go out there. Even when we go to camps you know football camps like we try we do one-on-ones with little kids and we sometimes take it too easy but as soon as they get one off on you mm -hmm. right the video go viral <laughs> he went too easy on this dude he playing around he should have just went from the beginning like yo i'm gonna beat you 11 <laughs> to zero right so eventually he got the win he ended up dunking on a dude hit a big three but like he shouldn't play around uh and i want to see more of this i think this is cool i like your your, your thing about all-star but like i think like more guys should do this um, throughout the year, obviously off season. Well, speaking of guys and doing more in the off season, this is more breaking probably, news. Probably a really weird transition. <laughs> um, it works. It works. It works. <laughs> Congratulations are in order to Russell and Sierra. They are expecting another baby together, and Whoa. this was the announcement that just went live on Instagram about an hour ago. Oh, summer in the wind. Give me like that again, we make another kid Give my heart, I'm your rib If I ever 
never had to For you I would do a bit And I can tell that you're ready Three, two, one, it's going down like confetti Water to no one shots again If we do it on the phone, promise that we're gonna trend shot during their anniversary trip in Japan which was a couple of weeks ago right. um but yeah this is this makes baby number 4 for Sierra mm -hmm. and technically baby number 3 for Russell but if you've heard him speak about baby future it's baby number 4 for him as well That's because right. he considers mm -hmm. um future to be his son and his own as well so it's their fourth kid together i'm just going to say it like that um congratulations they make really yes. cute babies um, I love the names that they give their kids. And they're a really just cute little family. I had a feeling she was going to get pregnant again. The way Russell be looking at her, I'm like, there's no way this girl's not going to get pregnant. This woman's not going to get pregnant again. But they seem very happy. Their kids are super cute. Um, yeah, so congratulations. Yeah. Good, yeah, congratulations, Big congratulations. Um, you know, the video was fire. Can we talk about the video? Yo, Sierra is so talented. Russell actually shot that on the iPhone, the article said. He did. Really? Yes, oh, wow. that he shot it himself no way. on yeah, the did. iPhone. Yeah, he, he was giving photo credits in the, in the post. Yeah. I don't believe that. That was really good. He panned out. Did you see how he it, panned out? Yeah, right. It's he, not he, that yeah. hard to pan out on an iPhone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm not saying, B. Well, here, here's what I would say. Uh, I've, you know, y'all know that I'm close to them, and um, I've been around them a bunch of times. And all he's asking for is like babies. And it's a challenge, right? Because she has her own career. Mm -hmm. You know, she's doing her own thing. She's super talented. Um, she's, I don't know her place in, what's her, what would you say her place in like this pop culture world? Like you talk well, about dancing, like there, there's the Chris Browns of the world. And then there's the Sierras, you know, and, I, and her career is different. Like I'm not comparing her to the. Uh, you know, the art. No, I can't say that. I was about to say, damn, I was about to say art Kelly. No, but, <laughs> but I'm no, saying from, um, from a musical standpoint, it's a difference. Like you got to put her more in pop because she's the dancing, the I swagger, like, the style. Yeah, she's an incredible dancer. I think musically, like, you know, she, her relevance is based on her, more of her past work. I mean, she's a two-time, I believe two-time Grammy winner. And she has some of the hits that we all grew up with, like Goodies, One Two Step, you know, not even yeah. her collabs with Bow Wow that she did, even the stuff, you know, that she did, um, Promise. Like she has, a, she has a great catalog. Her recent stuff's a little bit more like, yeah. you know, TikTok-y and that's really kind of the bag that she's been in. But I mean, I feel like her place, you know, musically, She's kind of already solidified that yes. she, you know, is a pioneer in the game. You know, she put, I feel like she was one of the biggest women to ever come out of Atlanta and just kind of put a stamp on, you know, what I musically agree. comes out of there, her collabs with Luda and stuff like that. And now she's in a different space in her life. She does like fashion stuff Dang, and baby number yeah, four. Yeah, so, she's dope. She's, Sierra had four babies. She, she looks popped out four right? babies. She's, well, she's going to pop out four. She looks good. Wow. So you got Future, Sienna, and you have Wynn. 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 So what's this baby's name going to be? 
I don't know. I wonder if it's a boy or a girl. Jeez. All right. Well, there you go. I love it. I yeah, love it, man. Cute. Like, I know my boy Russ been going through a lot this past year. I, I say this, you know, I, I try to keep, well, I do keep all my stuff private, like you know, those type of relationships, but he's a cool dude. You know, definitely locked in and, you know, different than some people, but, like, I wish more people saw him the way I, I see him um, in those private settings, right? But as a public figure, you always got to be on. You got to protect yourself, and you can't give the public everything, right? Some mm -hmm. things are just private. Some people don't need that, so. Yeah. yeah. Well, more news. Yeah. More news. Is it breaking news? It's not breaking news, but it's have <laughs> sure. some it's have some respect news. Okay. <laughs> Messi sets an MLS record with seven goals in four games. Now, according to Marca.com, this is the highest number in the history for an MLS player in their debut season in that number of games. So never has that been done. He scored two goals in the win mm. against Dallas Football Club. Now, this says the the breakdown here says 4-4. They actually won 5-4 because the five, penalty four. kicks, right. um, they solidify it. Um, Inter-Miami has not lost a game since Messi's arrival. <laughs> Just going to put that out there. Now, I'm going to go see him Rich. Friday. The man's great. I'm going to go see him on Friday for the okay. quarterfinals. I'm very excited. It's here? It's here in Miami. Uh, Fort Lauderdale, technically. Love it. Me love it. and my friend Anna are gonna go. We're big Messi fans. But yeah, it's um just for everybody who well, you know said that he was washed and he was old. <laughs> Brandon, nobody cares. Why is this a big deal? He doesn't play. He's not that guy anymore. I mean, just okay. so, men lie, women lie. Numbers so, don't so, lie. So, so yesterday, you know, there was uh, Messi scored a lot of goals, and there were some things that I thought you were going to cover. And you said, well, I'm not going to cover it because I'm tired of being the only one talking about Messi. Uh -huh. And so I thought I was going to be able to take some shots at you yesterday. Mm -hmm. um, I may be prepared to respond to you today. Do we have the video? Because you're talking about Messi. This is, this, is, this is what's happening right now, right? Do we have this video to describe? We <laughs> Can we throw to this video? So, 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 so this is that? a clip that went viral, <laughs> Ashley. This is a clip that went viral on Twitter, Instagram, et cetera, et cetera. And they basically said, this is messy in the MLS, right? Mm -hmm. This is his competition. <laughs> so you talking about seven goals in four games, haven't lost. That's it. Ro roll it again. Because Ashley's like, roll she didn't know this. Roll it again, Look at MLS in America. I wish you saw it. So that's not even like, yes, that ain't Barcelona. we all know it's not the Premier League. We all know whatever, whatever. But that does not negate the fact that what Messi is doing is extremely impressive. And also, it's not even cool to like, we're not going to diss the MLS. They're doing stuff that none of us could do. <laughs> you play, Last ball, time you I checked, you can't play in the MLS. You don't think I could be You goalie? can't play in the MLS. The U.S., the women's soccer team is in the MLS. Do they not play great soccer? No, that's a that's difference. Do that's they a, not? That's a big that's a big difference. Yeah, they play great better. ball. They, you talk about comparing. No, leagues. what's we're, the difference? We're we're comparing leagues, representing your country on the biggest stage in the but world. But they Cup. come from that's the MLS. Different. Yeah, they do. So is the talent that you see on the national so, team not good? So no, what we need to do is I'm compare confused. the MLS to the Premier League. 
That's what, what we no, do. No, no, don't no, compare. No, don't no, say no, talent. No. Because there's some talent. No, time out. If you're gonna diss the MLS, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, diss the MLS, but then you can't go ahead and celebrate the national team when all of those women come from the MLS. So okay. by dissing the MLS, you're basically saying that our national team, when they do go out there and play, okay, are uh, is lesser than the competition they're playing against. Is that how you feel? Okay, bet. So let let me break it down for you. And and I, look, this is what Ashley <laughs> like to do. This I'm just saying, like is that, look, look, is that look, how y'all feel? I'm talking right now. Look how she jump in. And she go, no, I'm not going to get into this with you. That's what all of y'all just said. I'm not just asking you. I'm asking everybody here. Like, if, if that's, See? is that how y'all feel? Because if you're dissing the MLS, you're dissing the national team. But that ain't what I was saying. What are you saying? I'm just saying he's well. I guess what we're saying is that it. Yeah, y'all gonna join me on this. Corey's not in it. It's me and you. All right, versus Corey and Ashley for real. Corey and the. I know. I know. No, they're taking the very best of the MLS and putting them on one national team. But by what you're saying is, if the MLS is a lesser, is just not good quality, then basically that team should suck. But it doesn't. So I'm confused. Is this? Are you practicing journalistic integrity right now, Ashley? Hold on. Are you practicing journalistic integrity right now in the way you're interrogating us right now? No, no. And putting words in our mouth. No, I'm just trying to figure out like what, what were you guys trying to get at? All right, go ahead, go ahead, Wu, and then I'll take the floor. It's basically the All Star game. You get what I'm saying? So, like, you're taking the best players. From where? From all these MLS teams. Uh Uh-huh. Because they have bench players, Ashley. They have people who are and it's good. No, 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 I'm aware. (laughs) Okay, so. No, 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 I'm aware. You combine the best. Uh When you combine the best, (laughs) then you're going to have a greater team. Don't get wrapped up in what she's, her face is All of them are are, are done. I'm done. I'm done. Ashley's looking at me crazy right now. That's what I'm saying. That's how you lose. That's how you lose the debate. That's what she do. She look at you like that, then she interrupt you. She twist it. The floor, Ashley. You do realize. Wait, time out. See what I'm you, saying? Do, you do realize that the women's MLS is, at, if we want to go ahead and compare the numbers and the stats, is, is better than the men's MLS, right? I said that. Okay, okay. So but that's not what. Well, go ahead, Brian. Can, go can ahead. I have it? All right. So All right, go ahead. so uh, here's here's what I'm saying. I don't know what we say. I'm gonna throw you under the bus because you just had the floor and you folded. I, I okay. So here's what I'm saying, Ashley. Is messy. All right, is an individual, he's a player. So we can talk about Messi in two different leagues, mm-hmm. the MLS or the Premier League. And there's more leagues over there. It's not just the Premier League. Wu, can you maybe read out some? You know, there's the ball they play in, in uh, the UK is totally different than some uh-huh. other things, right? Whatever. Russia, et cetera, et cetera. So what I'm saying is over there, their league, their competition, the business around it makes, makes the MLS – look like the G League. And so now your point is, well, how do we then celebrate our national team and say, you know, the women's that, you know, uh, uh, you know, uh, this isn't good soccer, but they're out there winning on the biggest stage. So, yes, now we're comparing women versus men and the women's soccer in the U.S. is better than the men's. There needs to be a lot of changes. But now when you when you compare MLS, not the World Cup, you compare the women's uh, pro league here compared to the Premier League, uh, you know, across the world. It doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't even, league. whatever. It doesn't even compare, though. So MLS versus Premier Nobody's League. Nobody's comparing. It doesn't compare. Premier, no, I'm not, I'm not comparing the Premier League to the MLS. One, the MLS is a much younger league. Okay. I'm, not com- I'm not making the comparison. So competition is different. I'm not comparing the two, but, but you're basically saying that the men and women who play in the MLS aren't on par yeah. talent-wise with Europe. They're not. 
So are the players not, or are the leagues not? The Which players aren't. Okay, so. Because the players, think about this. These players, a lot of these players, there's some players that are aging older players that was in the Premier League. They don't They don't even get They don't even get an opportunity anymore. So it's anymore. not the league that Hold you on. feel it's the players. It's both. And now it's both. It's Which both. one was it? It's both. It's, it's both. It's both. Because okay. the players, if they had a choice, they would go to the Premier League. Everybody wants to play for Barcelona. Everybody wants to be on all these PSG. They want to be there. Right, but they're not good enough. That's the facts. Messi, think about it. This is why it was so big because Messi left the Premier League or playing for Barcelona, the PSGs of the world, having those opportunities. Say, I'm gonna go play in the MLS. Less money, less notoriety, and lesser competition. It's like me as a, a football player right now saying, you know what? I don't want. I'm not gonna go. I'm gonna pass up my opportunity to go to the NFL, and I'm gonna go to what uh, the Rock is doing over at the XFL because he's giving me a bigger deal. Come on. If Justin Jefferson went to the XFL right now, he would have 300 yards receiving every game. Okay, but what you guys are saying, I'm, I'm not disagreeing that the Premier League is better than the MLS. That's not what I'm saying. But you guys are trying to make this, push this narrative that Messi is able to do all of the things that he is doing because he's in an inferior league as if he wasn't playing this way when he was in the in the superior league. Two, two, there's two not, things. There's no, comp it, it's, it's him. I hear what the you're saying. The league doesn't matter. Yeah, there's two, th there's two things. It's him and it's also the competition. The competition Ashley, doesn't he matter. Seven, he was doing he, it before he, scored, he got has here. Has he scored seven goals in four, in four games, games before? Uh, before. I think I would say yes. I think Ashley's right there. But how often is he doing it? And then also, when's the last time he scored seven goals in four games? He hasn't done that in, in years. So this is an uh, aging Messi, a GOAT. Yes, he is that great. But, but the reason why he's doing, he's able to do it at this phase of his career is because, yes, he is Messi, but the competition is low. He wasn't scoring those seven goals in four games where he's where, at PSG. He wasn't doing that. I can't wait for the facts. Boppy, Boppy. I'm not about to sit here at all. I'm not about to sit Am here right? and argue with him about lying on Messi. This is insane. Can we go to the facts? I wouldn't hold Ashley, it past. This is insane. I wouldn't hold it past. This is insane to me. You are, you, are, you are literally saying that the GOAT right now <laughs> is only playing at this level because he's playing against basically children. Can I ask you a question? It is not Can I ask you a question? Hold on one second. Hold on one second. Can I ask you this question? LeBron James goes to the Summer League or G League or Kevin Durant goes there. Pick any great or top five uh, NBA players. They go to the G League. Do their numbers go up or do they stay the same? Have you watched G League? I'm games? asking you. Uh, I'm you pull, asking. See, won't answer a question. <laughs> I don't. I would have. Gather. Gather. G League team. Some of them. Any G League team. Some G League teams. Five Scoot Henderson. Five Scoot Henderson. I don't know. Justin, Scoot Henderson came from the G League. That was just the team he was there. See, see now. This what is I'm what saying is, is, it's not a comparison. First of all, you they pulled from the G League all the time. So if the competition was drastically inferior, they would be pulling them on NBA teams. If LeBron, give me a G League team. The best. Get, which one? Ignites I don't even Ignites know him because okay, they're so irrelevant. NBA. He doesn't know. That's why I'm asking. It's which irrelevant. One? <laughs> which one? Any, the best. Okay, he plays on Ignite. What's your question? If LeBron James goes to, if he plays in the G League, uh huh, does his numbers go up or down or stay know. the same? I would have to see it. You why you why you? I don't oh know. Oh my goodness. <laughs> but here's the difference. Even if his number, even if they go up, even Ashley. if his numbers took a slight increase, I'm not gonna say, oh, LeBron's only doing this because he's in the G League. He's LeBron freaking James. He can do it anywhere. It doesn't Ashley matter. That's both. my point. Where it's both. It's not the. It's not. I'm not gonna it's go back. Both. I'm not gonna it's go back and forth about this. Is it, Corey? Can no, you help me? What I can, do you think? I can honestly say it's. 
It's yeah, it's probably both. It's probably both. But I just think I but think it's even crazy with, disrespectful. Even with that, it's, that's not to say that he's not gonna do that at a high level too. And and like I said, I wouldn't be surprised if there is a stat that says he's got ten goals in four games. You know what I'm saying? Before because I, it's yes, I'm sure yeah. he's go ahead. All right, just so I could clarify this, I have an article here that says he's scored four or more goals in a match on seven different occasions. Thank that's you. Okay. For sure. But that's, mm -hmm. of but course. that's my point. Of course. There is my point. But, but, but here's the thing. When's the last time he did that? Oh, my God. 2020. This is a big 2020. 2020, Brandon. Okay, that's a big that's deal. Of, of three recent. years is a big deal. It's yeah. not even three it's years. He came it's in. It's not even three years. He he just came in it's, the middle simple, of the MLS season. Before He's that, fresh was, off his off season. Before go that, ahead. it was 2017, and before that, it was 2013. So there are some gaps. But what It doesn't even matter. Yeah. What y'all saying, what Ashley is saying is right. Like, I, I, like what Corey just said, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he scored 10 goals in four games. Of course, because he's the GOAT. But you can't tell me uh, uh, you put Messi in a, a, a lower-level league that his his production won't go up. Because he, he wasn't doing this the last two, three years. He just gave you a stat 2020, where he did that's it in 2020. That's a big deal. That's a big, that's a not, big gap. Think about what you're – it's not that big of a gap. First of all, Messi has entered the MLS halfway through the season. Oh, that, that, that does – that, that would you keep leaning into that point off, that don't he's matter, He's fresh Ashley. off of his own season. He won a World Cup. That it's does, not even and, a And what did he do in the World Cup? Win it. He won it, but what? what about his production? How many he goals did he have? What do you mean? How many goals he did he have? Goals in the, in the no, he, he did not have mad won. goals. No, he in, did not. In the match that won, that won like the, the World Cup final, I think he had compared like to multiple, compared to other goals. World Cups, his production has dipped. <laughs> are you insane? Listen, both of y'all, both of y'all. Are you insane? <laughs> I gotta say, both of y'all are right. Goals. Goals. I gotta no, no, say, both of y'all are right. Did you just say since you just did you just say since the World Cup his production has dipped? Ashley, you're wrong. LeBron James is an aging as an aging athlete in the NBA points per game his minutes how many games he's playing look over the last three four years and see has there been a decrease or increase or has he stayed the same there's a decrease so you take a LeBron James and you put him in a lower level league he's going to freaking destroy the G League yeah. okay you put Justin Jefferson in an XFL Justin Jefferson's going to go from averaging 105 yards a game to 250 yards a game that's what I'm saying yes is he to go absolutely is he really good absolutely has he done these things on the biggest stage before absolutely but what I'm saying is put any of these guys at a lower level league in any sports, the production goes up. But his um, the amount of but the number of what he has done in the MLS, he literally did in one game with the superior competition less than three years ago. Ashley, he's fresh off of a world. Ashley, cup. I'll say this. I'll say this as an athlete that played 13 years at the highest level. Did you play in the Premier League? Uh -huh. And I was unaware. This is what I'm going to tell you as an athlete. Real there's quick, a big difference. There's a big difference between uh, 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 one year, two year, three years. How many times have we seen guys just totally be washed in a year or two? What happened to this guy? What happened to him just a year ago? So don't tell me, oh, in three years is not a big deal. They play more. They have. Do you know Premier League, even the, the the league that they're in with the PSG, that they play? They only get one and a half months off. They play matches all week year around so you mean to tell me that Messi body feels the same way that uh uh, uh today that he did three years ago come on you can't sell me on that Ashley you can't you can't all right we gotta leave we're it we're not talking yeah. we weren't even talking <laughs> yeah. about that we're not we're talking you just, about how his body feels that's listen, how we were talking you just brought it up as far as like production you said that you said that you said, you said that, that, that your just three production years ago just three years ago he scored whatever goals in 2020 
You said that his production has fallen off in three years. I uh -huh. said that's not even remotely close to the truth. It's not. We, we, listen, we just listen, looked listen, at goals. Listen, that's listen, all he did. All, all right. we did is hold on are a second. We, are we, we watching listen. the same person play? Ashley, let's look at let's look at let's look at it. Let's all we gotta do is look at the stats. You you mean okay. to tell me everything has been take... the same over the last three four years? How old is Messi? How old is Messi? Old enough to still How get the job. I got thirty six years old. He's thirty six. <laughs> so is he in his prime, or is so you is, is, is Messi still in his? prime? I don't know. You're the one who said when when he made the announcement he was coming to Miami that he was washed. So I mean. He's not. He's not in his prime. So let me let me give y'all some stats too. The last season on PSG, he made what shows here to be sixteen goals, and then the season before was six, and before that it was thirty, twenty-five, thirty-six. So he had some kind of drop. He had a off. bad year. He had a bad year. Okay. Or I think he was actually. I think he was injured. I have, you'd have to look it up. I think there was an injury. Keep that going. Year. Keep going. Keep going. Some of his his biggest years. Keep but, going. Yeah. Keep going. Okay. But his no. But you're years. missing the biggest thing: the World Cup. Like his biggest year was 50 goals in 2012 and uh, 2013 46. And and then what else? What else? At 2014, 2015, 2016, 2017, 2018. I'll go in that order. So in 2014, 2013, it was 28, then 43, 26, 37, 34, 36, 25, 36, and then 16. So keep so, going. <laughs> no, like, it's not. No, keep going. So has his has his production stayed the same? Has it has it's it taken a slight dip? It's still very high numbers, but it's taking a slight slight dip from the 40s down to the to like the mid 30s to now what looks like it could start to bubble back up to around the mid 20s. You mean for MLS? That's what you're just last yeah, yeah, year he had 16. I'm, I'm, no, no. I'm MLS he have, he'll have 34. He'll he'll go back up to 40. Oh, okay. But we're talking about the last 16, six, et cetera, et cetera. Come on, that's that's a dip in production. Why is it? Is it because the, the is he getting older? What is it? Let's <laughs> yeah. get down to it. I'm a it. little bit of an ages. He's seen the so booth. He might have to over 35. I kind of. No, it's just a good. It's a great discussion. It is, and we, no, it we're is, just it on is, opposite ends of the spectrum here. And I think you know when we have more time in the future, maybe we bring it back, and maybe Ashley have more statistics that can show me that a 36 year old athlete isn't de on a decline. All righty, that was a great discussion, guys. Well, you were rushing. You rushing to go to the next topic? Yep. Okay. Hey, the chat. The chat was telling y'all times is up. Okay. Like, you know, for okay. about five, ten minutes now. Okay. <laughs> All right, but okay. now let's get to it. Like I said at the top of the show, the top one hundred. You know, the final list of the top one hundred was uh was was aired yesterday, and the top ten came out, and Patrick Mahomes was number one. But we're gonna take a look at the list and kind of break it down, see where some players you know might might have. You know, should have jumped somebody. But, yeah, look, we got Patrick Mahomes. We got Justin Jefferson coming in at two. Jalen Hurts at three. And the list is up there and so on and so forth. How y'all like the top ten? Top ten for me, Patrick Mahomes. I love that. I thought Justin Jefferson. I was surprised to see Justin Jefferson sitting here at two. Um, you know, a lot of times they don't really – we don't really value uh, the wide receiver position uh, that much. A lot of times you'll see, you know, in the top five, top ten – you know, running back can sneak in there and it's filled with a lot of quarterbacks. But going off of last year, uh, he, he was. I mean, he if it, if the MVP wasn't uh, a quarterback's trophy, then Justin Jefferson would have won it, right? Like, it was that good. He was that good. It was, it was unbelievable watching him week in and week out. Jalen Hurts saw something uh, recently, uh, maybe even as, you know, as early as, you know, as late as, as this morning, uh, someone come out and say that he played the quarterback position in a Super Bowl better than any quarterback has ever played it, right? Like from passing to running, his decision-making, just how efficient he was. Nick Bosa's a dog. Travis Kelsey, 
you know, can go down as the best tight end. I'm not surprised here. Joe Burrow, Tyreek Hill, Josh Allen, Parsons, uh, Chris Jones. Like, I, I, I'm not shocked here. I, I don't I don't have any pushback here, right? None whatsoever. Right. Do you have any pushback here? I was going to ask you, do you like Marcus Parsons over Chris Jones? Woof. That's tough. I'll be honest with you. You know, like, I don't have an eye for interior defense alignment and offense alignment. Like, I think there's uh, people out there that really can lean into, you know, the breakdown of the interior guys, right? Like, mm -hmm. Aaron Donald jumps out to me because yeah. he plays all positions. Chris Jones, he's just interior. Sometimes, every once in a while, to put him in a package, different matches, put him outside. Michael Parsons, uh, you know, this dude played linebacker, played edge. You know, they move him around in different sets. You know, I'm not surprised here. I, I, I wouldn't have been surprised. Well, he had a really good year. I was going to say I wouldn't have been surprised if, if he was high on this list. I would say this. I'll be shocked if Micah Parsons isn't top five this year. Wow, like, I think, think he's going to break the sack record. I think that he's going to do some things that we've never seen uh, done before at the at his position. You know, where he's at, he's in his prime. The, the game has slowed down for him. Um, you know, even his mindset. Think about everything that's coming out of uh, Dallas Cowboys uh, training camp, what he's talking about, how he's holding his teammates accountable. Like, this dude's going to have a legendary year. Yeah. I think the top 100 list is stupid. <laughs> really? Please explain. I just think it, it's dumb. It, it, honestly, it doesn't really make any sense to me, truthfully. Like, okay, for example, Patrick Mahomes' 2022 rank was eight. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm. The Chiefs were number one in their division last year. Mm -hmm. 14 and three, seven and one at home. Mm -hmm. How the hell was he eight, the eighth best player in the NFL with that? Mm. Somebody make that make sense to me. Yeah. So you're telling me that it took him winning the Super Bowl to jump seven spots because 2022 he was number, that doesn't even make any sense. Like that's why this list, I never really put that much stock into it. They had right. freaking. I think Lamar Jackson, like in the top eight, like the the top, what was it, like eighty something this year, yeah, something crazy it's like, like that, like one or something yeah. like that. The list is dumb. There's no way in hell that Patrick Mahomes, even not winning the Super Bowl last year, was number was the eighth best player in the NFL. Listen, I, I, Ashley, you're not far off. I, you know, if I had to lean any way, I would say to your side and say that you're right, um, because you got to understand who's voting on this, right? It's the players, but you got to understand which players. So not every player is voting. They're tracking people down. They'll come in our in the cafeteria, you know. They'll come to the facility and they have like, uh, you know, interns running around like, "Hey, can you, Brandon? Can you sit down and put your your top hundred in?" I don't got time <laughs> on a ten minute break, <laughs> right in between team meeting to, you know, offensive group to sit down and put my top hundred in. You think Tom Brady is sitting down putting top hundred? So what happens is, you know. There's only a small group of guys voting on it. And then when you are, you're kind of rushing. So it's not, you know, well thought out. And it's not everyone, you know, uh, you know, uh, um, involved engaging in this. So I, I, I think you're right, Ashley. And I think there might be an opportunity to kind of revamp this and tweak this as well. Yeah, because I and one more too, Brandon, because Devontae Adams, if you noticed, he didn't crack the top 10. And Tyreek Hill obviously is, is at number seven. Do we, do we like that? Do we like Tyreek Hill coming in at number two as opposed to Devontae Adams? He was at 13 this year. Yeah, I mean, uh, Devontae, like, part of this, too, is, like, uh, the market you're in and, and, and an exposure. Devontae still had a big year. Can you look that up? He might have had 15. He for led 1400 the NFL for in touchdowns. 15. Right. But Tyreek Hill, 
It was a lot of uh, conversation around the Miami Dolphins entire year. He had a legendary year. Every Sunday you turn on the tube, it was some 60-yard bomb that he was catching, 170 yards receiving. So, like, I'm not mad at Tyreek being here, you know, but you know, that's part of the problem, man. It's like it's an opinion by a few players. I like I like how they. I was just uh, gonna say Devontae had 1,500 yards last year it's a huge with a 65 60 yard longest uh, catch last right. year, and um, Tyreek Cheetah had 1,700 with a long catch of 64. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so I'm not mad at that, Corey. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anything to chime in before we move on? Ashley? Nah, I think listen, dumb. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've, yeah, always thought, like, I've always <laughs> thought. I've always thought it was dumb. I also say only Patrick Mahomes seemed to repeat this list. I looked at last year's 2022 list. Not one person repeated other than him. It's hard. But oh. I said that too about huh? the wide receiver. You mean in the top ten? In the top ten. Sorry. Oh, I was right, like, right, sorry, sorry. Okay. Okay. top ten. They were, top ten. They were, they were, oh, last year. <laughs> um, you, before well, Tom we move Brady. on, I'll say this: like, you know, Ashley, maybe, maybe we throw around, you know, two to three people that we feel can have a breakout year, uh, and potentially creep into the top twenty-five or top ten, <laughs> right? So for me, uh, who do I really like? Well, it's old school. Where's Aaron Rodgers going to be? Sauce Gardner. A lot of times when you have a, a, the exposure around a cornerback, right, whether it's Jalen Ramsey, we talked about Richard Sherman earlier, Revis, Revis Allen just was inducted to the Hall of Fame. You know, a lot of people just start putting everything behind you. So I can see even a Sauce Gardner having a – if he has if he has close to 10 picks, I can see Sauce Gardner being in the top 10. So I, I, I'm leaning on the Jets, Ashley, because I think the Jets is going to represent the AFC mm-hmm. uh, in the Super Bowl. And then on the e- NFC side, I got the Cowboys. So – uh, I talked about Parsons, top five. You know, is there anybody else from the Cowboys that could potentially break through? They're going to have a big year. You know, so, you know, there's a few guys out there that's going to have some breakout years. It looks like they only got the Chiefs players to vote on this list. There's four of them in the top ten. <laughs> is there – Chris, uh, Kelsey, Kelsey Holmes, Jones, and who else? Did I miss – did I count an extra one? Were you were you considering Tyreek Hill oh, as no, like no, a no, former – No, no, oh, no, I thought, oh, I, yeah. I thought somebody – well, uh, I mean, he's a former chief, but <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. No, I, so thought, I, saw, I thought I saw what's his like name him. on there. Yeah, um, good point. Well, I mean, there's freaking three of them. In the t- I think it was just they went to the Chiefs' <laughs> cafeteria. It was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, everyone just right. put their name in the ballot. Yo, have we seen the last of the days maybe of a running back cracking the top ten? There's no running backs in the top ten. No, no. Like, listen, the running back position is evolving. Um don't be. Well, I wouldn't be surprised uh, if yeah, well, Christian McCaffrey think? he stays yeah. healthy if he's there. He had a comment come out. He had a comment that he made this week, I believe. Maybe it was yesterday, Monday, where he was like, "It feels good not to be learning the 49ers uh, playbook, but mastering it." And that's a big deal. Year that you know does a lot. So he could go out there and have a thousand yards receiving, a thousand yards uh, uh, on the ground, right? 15 touchdowns, 20 touchdowns. So I don't think it's over. It's just going to look a little different. And there's still, bro, there's still going to be guys that go out there. Derrick Henry. Yep. They're still the old school ground and pound guys. Like, I don't know when he's going to slow down. Hell, he might go over 2K again this year. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'd say so too. Who do who, who you think is like a lock to be on this top 10 list next year? Ashley. Patrick Mahomes. Astrodomus. Astrodomus will be able to tell us. Who's Patrick Mahomes. Tyreek Hill. Um, Tyreek Hill. Patrick Mahomes. Travis Kelsey. Yeah. Ooh, that's a reach. Travis, you don't think? You don't think Travis is going to be on the top 10 again? I thought five was a pretty high reach. Michael Parsons. Hmm. I, I say the Chiefs will have to be contenders again next year. It, to see a, a guy like Travis Kelsey, and because and, we're not sure how that how the dynamic of that offense is going to be, so if the Chiefs are contenders, it's likely that Travis Kelsey had another big year. 
Okay. With Patrick Mahomes, so no, nah, he he could possibly come back. Joe Burrow, Joe, but but this is a real thing, and nobody's really talking about it, right? Remember last year, Joe Burrow had the what surgery did he have? It was like a appendix or something removed. There was something that happened. Why are you holding camp. this for your appendix? Where's your appendix? <laughs> it's, it's pretty. Your low. appendix is a lot lower than where you're holding. It was his appendix. <laughs> I would hope your appendix is not hot, that high up. But the way you have. But they started problems. off rough. Ashley got off to a, a rough start. I believe in this team. This team is a contender for sure. But Joe Burrow, what is he dealing with? We talked about this before the show, Corey. Mm-hmm. Right, like. Remember Kevin Durant had well, the calf, then it he, came back? What was it? It's a strain, right? Yeah, but my thing is he's missing all this time. So they're going to be behind the eight ball start this year. They're going to be behind the Jets. They're going to be behind the Buffalo Bills. They're going to be behind, you know, uh, the Chiefs of the world. So when you when we say, like, Joe Burrow, hell, they might get behind an eight ball and never catch up. Yeah. Are they going to be a good team? Yeah, but are they going to be – man, you got some really good teams in the AFC. So when we talk about uh, is it going to be the Chiefs or the or the Bengals, I really think we need to look at this 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 injury really seriously and closely. Yeah, yeah. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on Auto Trader. They're really good at numbers. Auto Trader. Two guys drove to work. Neither guy wore a seatbelt. One guy got a ticket. One guy didn't. The same two guys drove home. One guy wore a seatbelt. One guy didn't. One guy made it home. The guy not wearing his seatbelt didn't. Don't risk it. Click it or ticket. Paid for by NHTSA. All right, so we're going to move on. We got the first episode of HBO's Hard Knocks releasing tonight. The New York Jets are going to be, uh, you know, the team featured this year. And we actually got their trailer, so let's take a look at it real quick. There's a lot of expectations on this football team. They're dangerous. Watch out. To achieve the results you want, it doesn't happen on game day. It happens today with every breath you take. This guy is one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. Push each other. Make it hurt. It's time to rewrite our story. Here we go. So. Well, you know what, Brandon? First and foremost. Yeah. That opening scene of Central Park, I did not appreciate that. That is not in New Jersey. That does not exist in the state of New Jersey. That belongs to New York. (laughs) So I would appreciate them to stick to the New Jersey skyline, whatever that may be. Get a skyline of Hoboken or Newark or wherever. But you can't show Central Park. That does not belong to you. What is the Cowboys in Dallas? Ooh. They're I mean, close. They're oh, come on, like well, you stay pointing this out. Y'all don't even feet. play in Dallas. Y'all don't Yo. even play in the same state. We play in the state of Texas. Hey, we the same difference. You don't. We're not the same difference. <laughs> okay. We're definitely different people. But we at least pay the same taxes of the state that we play in. Y'all play New Jersey Great taxes, comeback. but rep the New York name. How does that work? Great comeback. Great comeback, Ashley. Great <laughs> rebound. That was a great rebound because I thought I had you for a No, I'm just, I'm just saying. Maybe get a Skyline of the Listen, Jersey Shore next time. Well, we know. know Ashley's beef with 
New York, well, not uh, crazy beef with the Jets, big beef with the Giants, but we know your beef and we understand how you feel. I, I don't dislike the Jets. I just don't like that they use right. a New York name and they don't right. play there. Well, look, Ashley, we talked about this last week. Ashley said she's definitely tuned in. She's excited about HBO, uh, Hard Knocks. A lot of us are. I mean, it's a legendary I'm show. Watching, um, she's not a big fan of uh, quarterback on Netflix. I'm trying to convince her to watch it. Uh, this promo was not exciting to me. Oh, Hard Knocks really? always have like these sound bites or these promos that make you like get to the edge of your seat and say, I got to tune in. I thought they could have done a better job of incorporating Aaron Rodgers, showing his personality, even the behind the scenes stuff of them, you know, playing like laser tag in the want, facility. Did you want f- uh, footage of him in the darkness retreat? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I, I want to see more like I want like I don't I want to see uh, where the drama. That's what. Like I need more drama. Maybe That's what makes no hard drama. knocks hard knock. There, there's always drama. Maybe there is no drama. There's more drama there than it is on a, girl, a high school girls cheerleading team. Maybe there is no drama. There's this so year. much drama in the lock. There's always drama, Ashley. Always, but but you know, I'm going to be tuned. I'm going to watch Ashley. You know, just because I know that uh, there's a some big personality, Sauce Gardner. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, those two alone was, was, can carry this whole season. Yeah, I'm excited to see Aaron Rodgers. I mean, hopefully there's not too much editing on him. I would like to see him in right. the most authentic way possible, mm-hmm. especially because of how, you know, he left Green Bay and how his last season in Green Bay went and, you know, how him getting to New, Jer- um, New Jersey, sorry, um, how him getting to the Jets happens. Um <laughs> I'm, I'm interested to see him in an authentic space. I want to see how he interacts with his young core, with his new team. You know, one of the strikes against him was he seemed very aloof and very disconnected mm-hmm. from his teammates his last year in Green Bay. And a lot of people, you know, accredited that to not wanting to be there. And that was one of the reasons why that, that core didn't gel together. Yep. And there was lack of chemistry because he didn't really take the time to do that he didn't show up what was it to OTAs mm-hmm. he didn't show up in no all season he wasn't bringing right. his guys together he wasn't bringing his guys together young and guys so I would like to see him in a light that paints a new picture of him turning over the new leaf yeah. I mean he restructured his deal to give them a lot more money to go ahead and fill in the mm-hmm. gaps whichever way they need to and um, I would like that to be highlighted as well as like his quirkiness and maybe his like weird habits and things right. like that but definitely being able to see Aaron Rodgers as a leader, as a quarterback, and as a leader and a quarterback yeah. differ from the stories that we've recently heard about him. Right. I'd like to see that highlighted. And, and, and Ashley, it seems like he's been leaning into everything that you just said, mm-hmm. right? Like being a better teammate, bringing the young guys alone. That was a big conversation in Green Bay. Like, why aren't you doing this? Um, everybody else is. Uh, and then also, like, the personality side, like – you know, the chain, did you see the chain yeah. that he got? I don't think he's ever going to wear that. So, so, so I think I think you're going to get what you want. I really do. I think I think Aaron Rodgers is embracing this whole New York media, the whole scene. Remember, he's at the the Garden with his young with um sauce. Yeah, and a bunch of his young court guys. Side, yeah, yeah, doing all so. of that stuff. Like he, he I think you're going to get that. Yeah, I really do, and I'm excited. I'm about watching. It. I'm definitely watching yeah, this. Yeah. Well, guys, our guest is joining the show. Super guest. Yes, sir. Yes, Big sir. deal. Yes, sir. So as I mentioned at the top of the show, this gentleman that we're going to introduce to you spent 17 years as the head physician for the San Diego Chargers. He's also Sirius XM's sports medical analyst and the official fan duel injury expert. Who I'm referring to is Dr. David Chow. Dr. Chow, welcome to the show. Thanks for joining us. Uh, thank you so much for having me. And let me just start by saying, Brandon, I much prefer seeing you in this venue 
than for the years that you tortured a poor San Diego Chargers. <laughs> I don't know how many different quarterbacks you had during that period of time, but it seemed like every time there was a different quarterback and every time you right. were gashing us for a bunch of things. Four, four, Doc. And, and, and but here's the deal. We got to be honest. I appreciate that. We got to uh, exchange pleasantries, right? <laughs> so I get that. But my record against the San Diego Chargers are pro is probably like eight and two, two and eight, right? <laughs> okay. So you guys always got the win. You know, Phillip Rivers was lights out. Uh, uh, you know, then you had uh, lights out, you know, and Sean Merriman, Phillips, Sean Phillips, LT. LT broke the record on us, Ashley. Mm. Like, most rushing touchdowns in a, uh, a year, I believe. It was unbelievable. Mm. Um, so, Doc, we appreciate you. Uh, you know, Lonnie put this together. Lonnie's one of my teammates for the Denver Broncos, Super Bowl champion, uh, Tom Brady's best friends. He's always with Tom Brady. He said, we got to do this. He said, I've been watching I Am Athlete, big fan of I Am Athlete, big fan of Paper Route, love what you and Ashley and Corey is doing, but let's get a little bit more credibility here. Mm -hmm. So I said, this makes sense. <laughs> We're in the dog days of camp. There's a lot of guys going down. And, and, and our audience deserves, Doc an explanation around what's happening. Our audience deserves to hear from a professional like you, 17 years in the National Football League, dealing with all the drama and the trauma for years. They deserve to hear from you on what's happening with Jalen Ramsey, what's happening with Tua. So we're, we're, we're trying not to be like them, but we're still a little bit from them, Ashley, right? Like we, you know, a little credibility. Just a tad. little tad. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, hey, Dr. Chow, I kind of want to start there. He had mentioned some names. And let, let me give you a disclaimer first. So I'm a huge Dolphins fan, so hopefully you'll have nothing but good things to say here. But Jalen Ramsey, really want to figure out, you know, what's the latest with him. We know on, what was it? I think it was July 28th, he had a meniscus tear. And, you know, on social media, we've seen videos of him walking around with his brace. But the latest was we saw him walking on the field, you know, with no brace. So can you speak about what maybe the timetable might look like for a guy like Jalen Ramsey, considering the progress that we're seeing so far and just really what he's dealing with with that meniscus tear? Absolutely. And let me just start off by saying what I deal in is insider knowledge from being in the NFL for 17 years, not insider information, right? The SEC will put you in jail for inside information as a doctor HIPAA violations so this is not inside information this is not my calling the Dolphins doctors or athletic training staff who I know and then relaying this this is analysis from afar based on insider knowledge of the game and meniscus tears and the problem here is that the good news is he had a meniscus repair which means it was sewn but then the bad news with that it meant that means it's a bigger tear and it needed to be sewn, and now you need healing time. And let me tell you, this is a very hard thing to return to play from. Mm. Uh, look, everyone talks about Adrian Peterson and getting 2,000 yards nine months after his ACL, and he's superhuman. But in 2016, he tore his meniscus week two of the season, had it repaired, made it back week 15 for six carries. 22 yards and did not play week 16 17 that year and that's the guy we all say has the quickest knee recoveries ever wow this is hard this is Man. hard for a db to return to play from mm. i unfortunately don't make a lot out of seeing him walk without a brace first mm. of all if you go by the book and i've seen the twitter stuff where people said oh it's great news he's walking if you go by the textbook and you go by the boards and the standard conservative answer that's taught in medical schools and residencies, yes, it's still non-weight-bearing crutches and a brace. But if you talk to any 
seasoned pro sports team doctor. That is advanced to weight bearing as tolerated in certain range of motions. So that doesn't necessarily speed up the timeline. I think it's a tall order for Jalen Ramsey to come back and be Jalen Ramsey. Wow. I'm quite sure he'll come back. But look, no offense to, to Brandon here. Uh, it's easier to return as a wide receiver than it is a DB because you're dictating your routes. Right. A DB has to react to the routes. That's it right. It much harder, much, it's still hard for a wide receiver to come back from, let's say, an ACL but much harder for a DB to do so, right? Because of the, what they have to do. So I'm not overly optimistic, Dang. unfortunately, on Jalen Rams. So, so, Doc, you said something interesting there, and it's a shocker to me, right? Because, you know, we've seen a lot of guys go in and get scopes, and they're back in a, hell, in 10 days, two weeks, right? So obviously when you go under the ninth, uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a different process. And so you hear Jalen Ramsey, he, you know, he went to his coach, Coach McDaniel, and he's like, yo, what's the timetable? So I know how to beat it, right? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, so for you to come out and say and break it down the way you did and, and describe, you know, using uh, uh, Adrian Peterson as the case study is, is really a big deal, right? Because we are all expecting Jalen Ramsey to come back in end of November, December, or potentially even beat that, right? Because we see a lot of athletes – you know, uh, say, you know, you know, come back before they should. They say eight weeks, 12 weeks, I'm back in seven. We've seen this time and time again. So for you to come out and say that you're not confident, it seemed like you're not confident that he'll be there come December. Yeah, and it's not a knock on Jalen Ramsey at all. It's just, it's just what the injury is. You cannot compare him to Kadarius Toney, who apparently have a meniscus trim and may be there for week one for the Chiefs. It's no comparison. It's the difference between... When you trim your meniscus, it's like mowing the lawn. You can go play football on the grass immediately. When you do a meniscus repair, it's laying down new sod or growing new grass. You have to keep off the grass. And as great, look, no one respects professional athletes more than I do because I've seen it. I've seen all hard work. And people have no idea how hard it is to recover and return. I mean, all the time on video, for example, Brees Hall. Oh, look, he's running. He hit 23 miles an hour. He's doing great. No, he's not. He's still limping. But what about, yeah, he hits high in speed. But what about deceleration and cutting? I have so much respect for professional athletes. But here's the one thing I have to say. Very difficult to speed up biology. And that's mm -hmm. what we're talking about here. It's one thing to cut down on rehab time after you're cleared to do certain activities. And as a professional athlete, they do that all the time. But there are some medical time limits for biology, and it's minimum three months for meniscus healing. And then even if you Jeez. pass that hurdle, now you got to get back into what you do. It's just a high bar is all. I'm not trying to doubt Rams. Well, Doc, I have a question for you. Um, you mentioned biology, and it's interesting because I feel like every single football season – we are seeing more and more injuries and we're seeing them in younger and healthier guys. And some injuries are not that severe and some are major injuries keeping them out for months. And you would think as science and advancements and nutrition and, and workout routines continue to develop that we would start seeing less of these major just season costing injuries, but that seems almost to be the opposite effect. Why is that? Well, a couple of different theories, right? You have to take each injury individually in terms of what it is. But the first thing I would say is 
football is not a contact sport. Football is a collision sport. Mm -hmm. Basketball is a contact sport. Football is a collision sport. But then, of course, in the preseason, it's well known that 50% of teams lose a significant player or a starter mm -hmm. before week one of the season. Mm -hmm. And you say, well, gee, why is that? Well, let's just talk about the dreaded A's, right? The ACL tear or the Achilles. And there's been a couple of those already this season. Uh, not to mention the acclimation injuries of hamstring, groin, and this, that, the other. But the dreaded A's, ACL and Achilles, that we all know need surgery and ends your season. Here's the problem. As people and players are bigger, faster, stronger, your Achilles tendon and your ACL isn't any bigger or stronger. Uh, the average athlete's ACL and Achilles is not mm, much different than point. mine, mm -hmm. yet they're much bigger, faster, stronger than me. Imagine driving a, a more powerful car on the same suspension. Mm. And that's part of the problem of some of these injuries. It's just the way how good athletes are today. They stress their bodies to the limit. Mm -mm -mm. So, Doc, I have a question. On that note of ACLs, right, you know, studies are showing that the ACL injuries, we've seen more and more over the last three years. And what comes up a lot is the surfaces that, you know, a lot of these stadiums have and, and players' concerns for basically like, like it, it, it's like even if, if, I'm, if I'm not mistaken. So what, how do you feel about that? Do you think the NFL should mandate, right, all turf fields or all grass fields? And do you feel that that might have contributed to the, you know, the increase of ACL injuries? Well, you're right. Half the stadiums are turf and half are grass right now, essentially, right? There's, I guess, 30 stadiums because two teams play in, in the mm -hmm. same stadium, et cetera. But basically it's half and half. And look, let me answer this question. It's a, it's a difficult multifactorial answer. If your question is, is it, safer on grass slash more dangerous on turf the answer is yes and the mm. data has been out there for two decades the mm. nfl knows it <laughs> no question there's no question wow. that the current sport grass is much better than the old school astroturf and i'll bet brandon's never even played on all yes i did rice <laughs> i played at rice oh, wow. west virginia ah i'm old doc i was in college <laughs> 2002 <laughs> hated it as, as a doctor standing on the sidelines, my back was more sore after an asteroid. We were playing on concrete. Yeah, we were literally playing on concrete. I now, know. Corey, he played wide receiver. Corey, you never okay. played on no AstroTurf. I haven't, I haven't. <laughs> well, there's no question that the current different machinations and models and types of grass are way better than the old AstroTurf. So let's give credit where credit is due. But it's still not as good as, let's say, natural grass per se. Now you'd say, so you're saying you should definitely mandate it, but you gotta understand, not all the natural grass inside domed and other stadiums are good. Remember down in Houston, there were a couple of ACL mm -hmm. tears yeah. blamed on the grass with the pallet being moved in and the seams. So it's not absolutely- They got too cute, and, Doc. You know, Way too cute. They got too cute. They, 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 they got this little retractor thingy that pushes the turf out so you get sunlight, then they put it in. They do the same thing at AZ. These billionaires, they get just too cute with this stuff, Doc. No, I get you. And, and part of it is also they build stadiums now that are more vertical, so the sunlight can't get in, so you got to get the sliding. I get it. Allegiant has it. And in a perfect world, I think it would be better. But the other thing that could be done, if you look, what you want is you want you as an athlete want your shoe service interface to be really firm. In other words, you want to be able to cut on a dime. This is why 
an expert skier and an Olympic racing skier cranks their ski binding so tight their ski cannot come off because they want all that high tolerance and to be able to cut and so forth. Me as a skier, I want it loose because I want to save my knees if, if something happens. <laughs> right. But if you wore slippery shoes, which you don't want to wear, that would be safer. Look, it's well known in the rain, it's a much safer game, mm -hmm. uh, you know, because it's slippery, more slippery. Ah, but then you don't get gear. the greatest show on turf and the great athlete. So, so it's a mm. shoe service face issue. Grass has some give. That's why it is safer by about one major knee injury a season. So, Doc, this is this is this is what I want to say as a player. Right. Uh, great question, Corey. We don't want to play on turf. All right. For those reasons, like you said, the numbers, the data has been there. We know that. Um, also, um, the recovery is longer. A lot of people don't understand. You you kind of got to it a little bit. Astro turf, uh, standing on the sideline, even just standing there, it hurts the body. Like everything, every joint is it just sucks playing on it. So when you practice on this turf, you play on this turf. Now your recovery time goes from a day, day and a half if you're younger, two days to hell. It might be three, four days. It might not be to the next Sunday for most uh, uh veteran guys. Like. It, it just sucks practicing on it. It sucks uh, playing on it. The body just feels it right away. Um, um, so, like, we don't want well, AstroTurf. I mean, we don't want any turf, excuse me. But it, but it also I, I shows this. Care. It also shows this. They don't care, right? They know this. Why We talk about player safety all the time. Why wouldn't they change this, right? If we're the biggest commodity, we're the biggest investment, their asset. Well, their biggest asset is not necessarily the guys on the field. Their biggest asset is the pipeline of guys. Oh, this guy goes down, I can put another one in there. You saw, you see this with how they negotiate with guys. So it, it shows, you know, some owners' priorities. No, I hear you there, but a couple of things I'll say about that. I was always amazed how, look, the average fan, you go look at a game that's played on artificial grass, and most of, a lot of the players have all this white tape on their arms, right? And, the, and there's exposed body parts because guess what? I can't imagine just sliding on that and skinning my elbow or my knee. That hurts, right? I mean, <laughs> yeah. the fact those are small things. They're not permanent injuries, but there's no question there's a difference. And you're probably right about bargaining. My understanding, and I'm not in the bargaining rooms, is that yes, all grass, grass fields might have been on the table as part of the CBA, but it was a bargaining chip as opposed to we're just going to do it, right? And yeah. so your point probably is valid there. I don't speak for the owners. And, you know, owners might come back and say, well, we want our stadiums to be multi-purpose and we can't have a high school football game there if it's grass because it chews up the grass. We want to have all these other things in, in concerts so that we need the turf. That's a financial argument. It's a different argument. If you're being a purist, I would agree so, with you. Grass is always, right. quote, safer. Not perfect. Doesn't prevent all injuries. But look, uh, who knows? So, so, the so, one so, that you had in New York might so, have been prevented if it was on grass. Your deltoid. That's right. That's right. And, and we can get to that later. Like in one game, you know, all three of us went down starting receivers. Myself, Odell, and Sterling Shepard on ankles. Right. End of my career, pretty much. Um, there's a there's another big name out there, right? We don't have you for 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 only a few more minutes. Uh, Joe Burrow. Uh, Talk to us about Joe Burrow. This is a big deal. We're talking about a guy that's probably going to reset the quarterback market. This is a contender. They can easily see themselves in the Super Bowl this year. Talk to us about Smoking Joe. Well, 
here's the thing. What I do is I look at video, right? And so for 17 years, I saw a player on the field, on the sideline, in the locker room the next day after an MRI. And I usually had about a half an hour to kill before meeting with the GM after the Monday injury checks. And since everyone in an NFL building is looking at film, coaches to players and whatever, I decided why not? So I would look at film. So there, I knew the answer to the question. I knew exactly what my player had, but then I'd look at the question, which was the injury video. Now I'm not in the room. I don't know the answer to the question, but I do get the question and video. And so even in training camp nowadays, there's lots of good cell phone video. And by cell phone video, we said it was a right calf strain for Joe Burrow before Zach Taylor even came out and said it. And we've been projecting that there's no question that Joe will be ready. to. He'll be out for a couple of weeks at least here, but there's no question that he'll be ready for week one. The question is, how mobile will he be? How much will he be able to plant and throw deep off that back right foot, right calf? And in terms of his accuracy, but do certainly believe he's going to be out for several weeks. But look, the good news there is that Joe's not really had a training pack camp basically ever there was a contractual issue coming off an acl uh, appendicitis last year and now the calf and he's always done very well and maybe the silver lining here is this this helps get a long-term deal done for joe take the security when you're talking about 275 million what's what's another five million here or there right maybe this is something will get them across the finish line and get him signed to a long-term deal he's going to set the record he's going to beat justin herbert at that point you're talking couch cushion money you know that mm -hmm. for, for me it's huge money but when you're at, looking at 275 what's really the difference right 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 100 percent so we were talking about this player earlier, um, but I want to talk about his teammate and who I'm talking. We were talking about Jalen Ramsey earlier, but I want to talk about Tua Tungavaloa, right? So he was a guy, you know, last year he was diagnosed with two concussions. Everybody, you know, the thought was that he actually suffered maybe even three concussions. I want you to know about. I want to know how you feel, you know, about him being able to hold up throughout this whole season. Of course, and you know just how you feel towards you know the the the, the concussions that he suffered last year. That's a big deal. Well, this is a big is. conversation right here. This is the difference between them it's going being five hundred, or I don't even can be five hundred seventeen games anymore. But well, having a know, winning record, a losing record, or uh, uh, you know finding himself in the Super Bowl. There, there's many levels to this discussion, and the one that I always want to start with is it's not concussions that per se that right. I'm worried about. It's brain damage slash CTE mm. that I'm worried about. And, and you know, I don't mean to bring up bad topics, but Brandon, you, and look, you've got very personal. Look, uh, I'm very personal with uh, a handful of players. We don't need to name drop or whatever with CTE, uh, et cetera. And, uh, you know, that's a whole other topic for another time. But from a perspective of football, whether it's two or three concussions, any one concussion is potentially dangerous. I'm glad we're in the health and safety era where in general we're paying more attention to it. But from a football Dolphins fan perspective, uh, here's my worry. As much as Tua will train in martial arts and how to fall and not hit his head, when it's game and game speed, I think it's very difficult to replicate and remember to do that in the different situations. It's not bad to learn, but think of it this way. We'll talk about a, a, a Denver Bronco and Jets quarterback, and I'm not banging them, but 
did Tim Tebow ever change his throwing motion? He can train all he wants, but get into a game, his throwing motion remains the same. Right, you go same right back Phillip to Rivers. it. In San Diego, we tried to change his throwing motion, but there was no point to it. He was throwing fine, right? And so my point is, you can learn and practice all you want, but in the speed of the game and what happens, can you really do that? And I think that's very difficult to do for Tua, although I'm glad he's trying. And the other thing that we do at Sports Injury Central, SIC, Oh, score.com. there we go. We put out these six scores right now. Season six scores. We have two a little bit lower because of his head. Well, Doc, I don't know if you can hear me, but when, one, one of the things you guys don't do at Pro Football Doc, whether it's oh, you can, can you hear us? Your, 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 your internet's going in and out, Doc. This is a one week concussion. Look, uh, uh, Steelers. There you go. You're there back. You, you hear me, Doc? You. you you got to give us this last point because yeah, your internet was going in and out and you're talking about all the things you guys do there, which you guys don't do a great job of, is having great internet. Your internet's a little <laughs> choppy there, Doc. I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> well, 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 well look, look, I'll take the blame for this. Look, this is, this is my office office. Normally Mondays at 10, which we originally scheduled. I'm in a studio with super high-power internet and graphics and the whole thing. This is just one of my offices with average doctor office internet, so I apologize for, for, for that. And look, if, if you ever have me on again, I'll make sure I'm in studio studio and not embarrass you with the, with the uh, internet issues. I apologize no, for that. No, you're good. This is the, the, the vanilla background. It's all because No, you're good, Doc. It's an honor to have you, uh, but we got to let you go here soon but your last point you were saying you know one of the things that you some of the things that you guys do there yeah well i'm just saying it's very hard to learn how to fall it's very hard to change your throwing motion if you're a quarterback it's very hard to learn how to fall i hope he can do it but if he does fall this is why at sports injury central sicscore.com we have his six four for the season a little bit lower if he does get another concussion i don't see how he can get put back in in the next week right it's going to be multi-weeks right? right so because of his history so that means what how availability what's his availability if he gets a concussion we all hope he doesn't i don't see how he plays next week or misses just one week it's likely multiple weeks right, right. and that certainly can affect the team in a season that's right well doc thank you so much uh we appreciate you coming on this was awesome um i need to listen to lonnie more and uh, throughout the year, we'll, 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 we'll be happy to have you back giving us some of these key updates. Like, we want to know, like, this is impacting the way we're looking at our teams and cheering, right, and in fantasy, betting, all those things. But uh, most importantly, we just want all of our guys to be happy, safe, and it's impossible, right? Like you said, it's a collision sport. So uh, we really appreciate you. Absolutely. Thank you, Yeah, Doc. next time I promise to have the good internet. All right, there you go. You're good. It was only one minute. All right, Doc. All right, thank you, buddy. Wow, appreciate you. So, so uh, Corey, um, yeah. that was great. It was. I'm glad that you brought him on. Felt a little different, you know, different vibe to the show. But it's important, man. Guys go down all the time, and just like I said, whether you just watch ball or if you know you're big into fantasy or betting, like these things matter, right? Mm -hmm. There's a lot of business around the NFL, so I was glad. I was happy to have him. And uh, I can see him participating in the future. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Well, let's get back to the rundown. huh? So what I wanted to talk about, guys, which is, you know, I don't know if you guys were familiar with this story, but it was one that kind of developed last year. But I'm talking about Bishop Sycamore. That is the, the fake high school that got an opportunity to play IMG Academy on live television. HBO released the trailer. <laughs> let's take a look at it real quick and we'll react to it when we come back. 
IMG to kick off to Bishop Sycamore. Do you want my hands like this, like this, like that? <laughs> Just be natural. You don't have to try. Coach Roy Johnson told us they had a number of Division I prospects. Too high tip. Intercepted. Thanks and a pick six. Into the end zone. He'll waltz in. And that will do it. Do I look like a con artist? How this happens got a lot of people scratching their head. Bishop Sycamore is not even a real high school. They did not have teachers. We really was pretty much on our own. We didn't have any trainers. People were sharing helmets. It was disgusting. I was literally sick to my stomach. I can't believe this happened again. My philosophy in business is do what the people who have the money do, even if you don't have the money. Roy will tell you he's a liar. He knew what to say, how to say it. He's like, oh, man, you got to let that go. I said, I'm going to tell you what I'm going to let go. I'm going to let go of his neck after I grab it. I think I'm the most honest liar that I know. How can you coach kids and you know it's not a school? Roy would tell people, you're going to be playing in Alabama. He was just selling me a dream. Ohio was embarrassed by this. They called the thing explicitly a scam and then said they couldn't do a damn thing about it. Bishop Sycamore does not happen if there wasn't an abundance of money in high school sports. Let's go! Did I break a law? Is it illegal? Am I in jail? We're on ESPN. Win, lose, or draw, we win. This is not what we were supposed to create. How do I tell my mama that coach wants me to do the same stuff that you try to get me away from? You say you care about it, but did you really? Can we take a break? That's some bullshit. Not enough trainers, not enough helmets, right? Not an actual school. Like, this whole situation was crazy. When I first learned of it, I was just like, yo, if they ever do a documentary, I'm tuning in. And it's actually going to release August 23rd. Y'all watching this? Oh, am I allowed to talk now? Yes, or? you are. Oh, okay. Just making sure. I, didn't, I wasn't wow. sure. Wasn't, I wasn't wow. sure if I, if I had wow, permission to doing. speak yet. But yeah, speak up and talk. You want to do that live? You want to do that live? I'm just saying. When I wasn't, we're I wasn't somebody, sure. We talk, we, we I wasn't talked sure. About, no, 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 no. But that's not professional. I wasn't, I wasn't, that's not professional I was making sure did. I was Come on, clear Ashley. to speak. Ashley, let's, sure. Ashley, let's keep it professional. I was just making sure I was clear to speak. Let's keep it professional. That wasn't professional. I was making sure. I didn't know if you wanted me to do it or Corey to do it or whatever the case may be. I was making sure. I was just making sure. Sure. I mean, we we excited to watch. Oh, okay, let's go to a two box. Me and Corey, come on. Okay, you guys go ahead. That's and do not it. professional okay. at all. I just wasn't sure. I didn't know if you were Ashley, signaling come me on. to you, talk you, or whatever. You went to school for this. You know, you supposed to jump at any time. Like, listen, what are you talking about? Listen, I actually covered this story when I was at Sports Illustrated, yeah. so I'm very excited to watch this documentary. Um, it was an unfortunate situation though for the the kids involved because mm -hmm. if you actually dive into it and um, what's his name. Well, Monty Jones is, was one of the people who actually dived into the story for ESPN. Mm -hmm. But um, I think that if you actually dive into it, those kids didn't know any different. Right. Like, the, I don't think people realize, like, the coaches and the training staff and the water boys mm -hmm. and all that stuff, like, the people who were actually employed knew exactly what was happening and knew it wasn't a real program and knew, like, they were cutting corners and mm -hmm. things like that. But the students like the athletes had no idea they were very much under the impression this was a legitimate program this was a legitimate situation 
And I think that it's unfortunate because a lot of them lost out on opportunities to play elsewhere or to play in programs that were going to go ahead and take them to the next level professionally if that was something that they were going to be able to have the skill set to do. So when mm -hmm. you actually dive into it, it's it's a lot worse yeah. than what that documentary showcased. It's not it's excited. not a good situation. I'm excited. I honestly think that guy should like I don't know if he committed a crime per se. Like he's Johnson. right. He said he didn't commit a crime. He's absolutely right. He did not. But I just feel like there should be some sort of a repercussion for bringing kids to a program that's non-existent. Like my thing is the wasted time for the kids. That's my point. Like, right. how is there no like repercussion for that? If you like don't. that, that should be the the the, the actual like. Uh, what would you say? The crime, right? Yeah, yeah. That's it's what I'm saying. Like, there should be a crime for that, right? Like you're, you're almost. It's like, not illegal though. It's not illegal to like produce or or like sell a fake school. I feel like that should be illegal. No. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I guess Court, we'll like, learn Court, more of the so details. You're so close to recently being out of that situation, uh -huh. college, trying to make it to the NFL. Like, what would you say? Like you're, you're like for this uh -huh. day one, you just found out this information. Well, you got to think about it. Yeah, I mean, you got to think about it. Like, what if you're a senior and mm -hmm. you're actually trying to find a school, and then this happens? I mean, you can't really scramble. I don't know how it was, you know, for any of these athletes who might have been seniors. Like, did they scramble once, you know, once they had found out like the, the season so, was over and go to another school so, to so, complete the season? I don't so know. So for man. me, watching that clip, I, I I wasn't close to it. Like Ashley was. She said she followed it. I didn't follow it. It wasn't that interesting to me back then. But watching this clip and this, you know, this promo of this documentary, I still don't think I'm going to watch it. But I will say this. What came up for me was uh, the safety of the players, right? My nephew, I have two nephews uh, still playing ball. And I have two sons that seem to be really taking a liking to football, which I don't like, right? Mm -hmm. um, my nephew last year, the one that's going to college, Armani Marshall, uh, he sustained a big hit and you know, concussion, blood coming out of his mouth. I ran on the field, and that feeling that I felt, right, like, and I've I've been in this position as uncle, provider, slash type dad, little role, like, whatever. I've been in that in that position. So I'm not running out there as just like a, just like an uncle or a fan. Like, I'm running out there like, yo, this is my baby. Just your kid. Right? And so when you think about that, it makes me really angry, right? We're talking about, you know, uh, grown men playing against high school athletes, they're still developing in a lot of areas, right. right? You're talking about even from speed, like guys are still getting faster. So you bring in these older dudes that might be running faster, which makes what? The collision even more impactful. What Doc said, this isn't a contact sport, this is a collision sport. That's a big deal. You know, we're talking about offensive linemen, defensive linemen, like the strength there. That's not, it's not, not only fair, uh, but it should be a crime. And so for this dude to come out and, and, you know, be prancing around like everything's sweet, it makes me even that much more uh, uh, pissed off. So just to clarify, Bishop Sycamore was a school. The program was fake. So it's saying here that the Bishop Sycamore Centurions were an American football team based in Columbus, Ohio. They purported to be a high school football team of the Bishop Sycamore High School. Mm -hmm. Now, it's saying that the name of the school might have been manipulated, but it, at one point it was a school. It was the program that was non-existent. So one of the former players, Aaron Boyd, stated in an interview with Complex that athletes were recruited under the premise of the school being the IMG of the Midwest. 
However, many of the student athletes were older than high school age and there was no real campus. So they couldn't bring the football team to the actual campus mm-hmm. of the school that they were saying that they were a program of because that would the program wasn't real the program right. wasn't real the school i believe existed at least that's when i dove into it that's how it was, whatever and yeah. said athletes were housed in a hotel for five months with only schooling with the only schooling being one visit to a right. public library the oh school also struggled to maintain coaches as 80 percent of the coaching staff quit during the season and the team was left with two coaches and one mother of a player. The players were also not provided with food and some players restored to stealing from supermarkets to eat. So one of the things that I had, in, I was able to interview one of the players, former players, mm-hmm. players. My only confusion is, is once you're in it and you see all that's transpiring, doesn't a flag go off in your head and yeah. say, hmm, this doesn't seem like a school. Like, this doesn't seem real. Like, I can understand maybe the coach comes, sits on your couch, and, like, sells you the dreams and the stories or whatever, and you're so excited to play high school football, and you think it's your chance to go to college or to go pro. But once you sit down, and once you're in it, and, like, the first week and the second week, and you don't have food, you don't have coaches, you're you living in a ho- you're living in a hotel. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you your coaching staff is dwindling down. <laughs> a lot of red Little, flags. Like what where's the red like that that was the only thing. Because they were in on it because the, the those players were in on it. These are guys that were going were back. How was no, no they way. Were. No way. The older ones? Well, they yeah. were adults. If the, if they're adults and they know they're doing those, something yeah, those a, players, illegal those or you know it. what I'm saying? Not fair. Of course they were in on it. They know they're not supposed to be in high school. Well, I do feel bad for the ones that were actually right about that. What about the actual high school level? kids like they weren't in on it it was a, it was like what mix. was the yeah. goal to hurt kids no, the goal <laughs> was what was the goal here you're grown men who didn't make it to the league Listen. then you have the coaches who aren't connected to the school like what was the goal it you was know money. What they, you know what they always say if you're not cheating okay, you're not so trying not right trying. so <laughs> like in sports look at bill belichick you know probably the greatest coach of all time definitely in football and this dude had Spygate, deflate gate all these things yeah, going a lot on of stuff. Yeah. right so like this is just this is just like on a whole nother level, right? Because you're dealing with p- player safety. That's a big deal. You know, we track this stuff all the time where, you know, guys running 22 miles per hour. We just had it. The Hyatt kid, mm-hmm. 24 miles per hour. You th- That hurts. Those are real collisions. Those are mm-hmm. real, like, car crashes. Yeah, It's a big deal. Well, I think the other red flag, well, not red flag, is concern is how did they get on ESPN? I think that was the, yeah. that was it's impressive yeah. but cons- it's impressive but also concerning because I mean Brandon can speak to this more than I can because I don't watch high school football but I would assume that there's a due diligence when you put a high school game on ESPN it's not like every high school in America gets a national game right. so you, I would assume that scouts go to those games mm-hmm. I would assume that producers who are covering high school football or are, are required or and employed to produce high school football premier games. I think it's was it Friday Night Lights or whatever the case may mm-hmm. be. Like, they go to those schools and like they see like what the production would look like. How did they even vet that to get them a <laughs> national ESPN game? And then they won the game. Hmm. Who, who believable? <laughs> not, not Bishop. No, I be, didn't. They win. No, didn't no, no. they win? They got blown out by. Oh, by okay. Oh, right, right. They did get blown out. Like but like, how does how does ESPN say? Oh yeah, we're gonna put like this team on tv like how does that work crazy this is uh paper route 
Faction Talk Channel 103, Sirius XM, Ashley Nicole Moss, Brandon Marshall, Wu in the West, uh, BC in the booth, Corey in the cut. It's been a phenomenal day. We still got five minutes left, right? You, you know what we talk about? Start fast, finish strong. Absolutely. But it's a great discussion. I'm not tuning in, Corey. You guys can give me the updates, right? Like, And I'll continue to give you guys the updates on Quarterback, on Netflix, and so many other shows. I mean, people need in our chat need to jump in here. What other shows can we watch? I'm I'm kind of like, I'm kind of like off here. Like I don't know what what's on Netflix, what's on HBO Max. What anything good? I'm trying to get experimental. They call Tyrone was pretty good. I saw that. I saw that. Oh, what was that movie about? I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> you said call Tyrone? They they clone. Sorry, I keep yeah. saying call. They clone. Yeah. The, that's the body. Call on Tyrone. Yeah. yeah. Right. That they own Tyrone. Well, and then she made a remake, which I thought was dope. At the end of the Erica Badu made a remix? It, it definitely had to be her, but uh it's it's her singing the Tyrone song, but saying they clone Tyrone. So like oh, I love they, how like, they mixed it they up a little bit. That in. Yeah, you gotta just listen through to the end. And um, if I'm not mistaken, Jamie Foxx is on it, right? Is Jamie Foxx is in it. He's playing a it, pimp named Slick Rick. I mean I, Slick Charles. <laughs> <laughs> I did I didn't watch the film, but I did hear that if the premise of it's like deeper than what it presents itself that it's an interesting oh, yeah. film that it showcases in like a comedic kind of way how the media has made black people believe that they need to live and exist a certain type of way. Yep. I don't know. I didn't through see it. Through the stereotypes. Through stereotypes. I didn't yeah. see it, so I can't speak to it. But that's, I mean, that's definitely different than how I anticipated it to be. So, mm. oh, somebody says mm. the movie was not good. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Which okay. movie? They cloned Tyrone. Oh, I, I enjoyed it. I think it depends on the angle it. you're looking at it from. Yeah. You know? Was this set back in the day? From what I've seen, it looked like it, it looked was like the like 70s. Old type film. Yeah, was it? It's was hard it that to see because they had cell phones. What? Yeah, remember they had flip cell phones. Well, I didn't see it. I didn't see it. So I don't know if. if I don't know. I didn't see it. it. And he had on so. LeBron's. What? Who had LeBron? Yeah, they definitely look like they had. No, the trailer looks like the 70s. It looks like it, but he had on LeBron's in the in the movie. That's interesting. LeBron's. What's another one? Are you sure it wasn't like a. Back to the Future type thing. Nothing like know. that. Somebody just said. Somebody just said. Here we. I guess we can lean into it. Someone just uh, jumped in here and said, "I want to see more of the B. Marsh and Ashley show." Well, shit, just keep coming back Monday to Thursday, <laughs> yeah, like, right? That's what it is. <laughs> that's what it is. Right. That's yeah. all you got to do. What else you want? <laughs> shit happens. Well, it not Fridays. We're not on Fridays. Don't. We're not on Fridays, but we might need to add a day. We might add a day, but no, we're here. Um, you know, so King, whatever is what's his name, King. King something. King Cook. King Cook is somebody who comes He's back regular. often. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Has anyone found ghosts? I haven't Ghost seen St. Patrick? Ghost, He's man. dead. He's not. Oh, my, oh my God. He's not dead. Don't say that. He's alive. No. Oh, you not mean on the show? Oh, I thought you were talking about the other show. No, Sorry. on our Ghost. chat. Oh, no. No, no, no. no. We ain't putting that out there. I thought you was talking about power since we were on show. No, in our chat. In our chat. Yeah, we need a wellness check. We need a wellness check on me and Ashley. We need a wellness Ghost, check on uh, Ghost, Ghost was in the Patrick. chat yesterday. Yeah. Oh, he oh, was, he was, was yes, yesterday? he was in the chat right, yesterday. Shout, he shout was the Ghost one saying, back. I don't remember what he said, but he's not dead. He's very much alive. Brandon was referring to Ghost St. Patrick, yeah, meaning yeah, yeah. Omari Hardwick, who they mm -hmm. say is not actually dead, but that you oh, guys didn't hear crazy, that from me. That's oh, crazy. I'm overpowered oh, now. You said you were. You had, do, I'm overpowered. Do you watch any of the new renditions? I think I watched Absolutely half of the first season of Power. I never watched Like Tommy, what's the other one? Kane? No, Kane. So uh, I've never Some watched anything. Power Some? Book Two. What's that, BC? I said Tommy's one is Force. Why did, why, did, why, did, why did people saying that I'm spoiling? What did I spoil? No, he's Ghost is dead. But people haven't finished Power yet. 
That's on them if they ain't. Oh my. Oh, jeez. That last season was like four so years you, ago. So what's the? No, hold on. Time out. Time out. Time out. Time out. Time out. They're like, no, damn, no. you ruined the series for them. No, we got. You know, I like rules. I like to understand where everybody's at. We're on the same playing ground. Something's in my ear. Again. That's Echo. BC. BC, you gotta turn it off. All right. Yeah. Um. So you watch a series come out. Show comes out. When can we actually start talking about it publicly? Because we're talking about what three, four years That's later, we still can't talk think, about it. What do you think an appropriate yeah, time frame is? You tell me. I think it's. I think it's. Are we talking season or series? I feel like you can start talking publicly after the season ends. Season after the season well, ends, like what the day time, it ends. Right? Oh, no, so no, boom, really boom. Uh, what, what's about to I would come say back two out? Weeks. Two, two weeks, weeks after the final. I can't wait season. three years to say go okay. St. Patrick is okay. dead. Okay, let me give you. Let me give you an example. You just started watching Succession. I did. Okay. That series ended a month and a half ago. Now, would I be wrong if I go ahead and let you know what the how it <laughs> no, ends right here? No, 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 you know why? You know why? Because this is what I do. I know that there, you know, spoiler alerts and this stuff can happen. So I run away from that conversation. Oh, y'all talk. Ah, shut my ears. So like, if it happens, it does spoil. How am I gonna shut their ears? They didn't know you were about to say it. Yeah. <laughs> we don't want the viewership to drop. But I feel like, come on, three years out. That's yeah, three years is wild. Three years? Yeah, since... Go, that, no that, way. Yes, I feel like power. it has. It hasn't been that the last, long. The last, like, series of power? The original least. power at three years? Watch this, isn't it? That sounds about right, though. Season one? I was in college. No, since still. the season finale, not since the season no, I got, started. Yeah, I got February 2020. Three years? No, no. Yeah. no, it ain't been that. No, yeah. it's longer. The, the the power was it February twenty two when they when they when they killed off ghosts. I'm bleeding <laughs> more. I'm bleeding more. Killing it. I'm bleeding it more. He did it again. Cover your ears. Rip yeah, that from the record. Oh, oh my goodness. god. Well, they didn't. Ki- we don't know if they killed ghosts. I'll go ahead and put that out. We don't. We cannot confirm nor deny that. Brandon's assuming based on how the series ended Mm-mm-mm. but full disclaimer we don't know for certain if that's the case so we'll just leave it there so that the people somebody who- said it's been seven years it might be four <laughs> years now it's a long nah, it's people- definitely february 2020 the last episode played 2020 no no that's Tyreek. It might be longer than that. Damn. Okay, then. I mean, okay. That's what I thought. Like, I'm, I'm, no, thinking, but I mean, I'm thinking like 2018 almost, like 2017 even. Brandon does have a point. If you are somebody who starts the series a little bit later, okay, a lot later. That's right. Then you can't be mad if people go ahead and discuss the series in an open format because it is now multiple years since it started. I don't All know, right. man. They say so, Ghost of Pack. Can, can we do this? Can we do this? We got to go, right? We're out of yeah, town. Yeah, we got to go. Yeah. So we got to go. We're out of town. We love you. But I want to do this, JP. Take the clip of us, uh, 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 Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp getting into it and put it side by side with me and Ashley getting into it. What, then, about Messi? No, like, like earlier, like, come on, like. I thought, she, she, I thought we, I thought we're allowed to be authentic on this show. I thought oh we're allowed, goodness. I thought we're allowed to go drive All right, guys, on this show. Oh my Why is it a problem? It's cool when they do it. It's a problem when she I do really, it. She was really hot. Like, I wasn't hot. You just talked about the rules of journalism, like jump. But in I there. wasn't hot. I made a joke. It was. Oh. I'm not mad. It's cool. Well, I'm learning you did. It happens. Like, no. No, and I got a question like, no, in. No, no, no. I got my question in. I mean, I was going to ask the two a question, but Corey beat me to the punch, but I was chilling. 
Yeah. She cool. was hot. No, I see your body language the whole time. Oh, no, I'm sitting no, no, here no. reading it. Your First body all, language. I was you, chilling. Yeah. What no, did you want me to no. do? She put her head back one time like this. Oh, I'm, I'm like, saying, yo. No, 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 no. Time out, time out, time out, time out, time out. Just know we I keep can it get, real, time out. I can get text messages on my iPad, as you know, and that was not a reaction to that. That was something that privately that I was that I'm trying not to deal with and right this, now. Who it does Vetty? Who does Vetty? Vetty the Dawn? Like I okay, you on Ashley's side? Who's Vetty the Dawn? He, he talking so much trash about talking. About Brandon passed the mic. <laughs> passed the mic. We Corey, we talk about this all the time. When uh -huh. you have a guest, you got to jump in there. Ashley, uh -huh. for some reason today was being shy. Like you got to jump in there, I get the question off. Did it I not ask a question? One question. But Corey beat me to the two a question. What did you want me to do? Ask the same question. That was my question. Ashley, Ashley from New York. Ashley know what she doing. Ashley I saw knows. Corey's mouth opening. <laughs> you know what it is? As I was going to ask my Tua question, the first thing that came out of his mouth was Tua. And I said, well, there's my question. <laughs> you know what it is, though? You know whose fault it is, for real? Because And I'm always taking the heat on this stuff. It's always me, right? Because I go, Brandon, this, Brandon, this, Brandon, that. It was BC. He I, to I was just Bruh, put the four bucks up. When you know how Ashley is. Bruh, you don't have a three shot and Ashley's not included. He was not ready. I'm the one. I'm the I'm the one that got to get the smoke. DC got everyone in the chat thinking I took a bathroom break. I'm like, no, I'm sitting here. Right? I'm right here. I swear. BC, explain. I'm the one that's taking the heat. And that now Ashley feeling some type of way. I'm not mad. some type of way. I'm not mad. But the whole the whole chat's like, where's Ashley? Did she go to her bathroom break? Did she leave? I'm like, in the chat, I'm like, no, guys, I'm here. I was letting the football guys get their shit off. Whoa. That's how you feel. Yo, that was crazy. That's how you feel, BC. BC threw us all under that bus. They was talking, and then so because I wasn't. So wait. So because I wasn't six feet with hands like a freaking mitt, I'm I'm disqualified from the conversation. All right, this how we gonna end the show. This how we gonna end the show. Go ahead, BC. From an experience point of point of view. <laughs> I ain't with you on this one. Nah, BC. That's crazy. Do we not have a four box? Throw a four box up now. Do we have a four box? No, we don't got one ready. We don't hey, hey, did y'all like my line though? I know we gotta go, but y'all like my line when she when, when you was tripping, Ashley. For real, you was. I was like, go to the two box. <laughs> Go to the two box. I BC. thought we were. Like, I thought box. we were. Hold on, when Brandon. Hold on, real quick before we close out the show. When I first started here, Brandon verbatim told me multiple times. Nah, you too journalistic. Like you gotta like you know get a little gully. Like this is I am athlete. That's like how you said it. we throw da, 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 like we throw jabs. Yo. You too. You too polished at she ESPN. Was. This ain't ESPN. This is I am athlete. Da, da, da. It's a it's cool when they do it. It's a problem when I do it, right? right. That's oh, okay. crazy. Right. But okay. I'm your team, man. I'm never gonna put you in a bad position. But I wasn't even talking to you. I was talking to Corey. No, you was looking at me. I said to Corey, I said, "Oh, can I talk now?" Uh -huh. And Corey but, said, but, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." Come on, y'all. Now, yeah, but what happened know, was is I brushed it off. I let it. I let it rot, and then B was like, "No, nah, I ain't." Having, I can't I let that. It. Like, it was, my feelings. <laughs> I let it rot. I'm like, yo, she gonna do that live right now? We can't. Like, are you serious? I like it though. It works. Okay, now we there. There, we we there. We authentic. I'm gonna smoke with BC, so I'm gonna handle him tomorrow. We work right all the way tomorrow, BC. Yeah, BC, you put me in a bad position, bro. Come on, man. Listen, I'm a, this is how we gonna end the show. Clutch BZ says this, 
and this is how we're going to make it right, then, you know, why we have is the chat? The chat thinks this is a hilarious conversation. It right. is. Like, because no, it's real, because it's to your point, it is real and authentic. That, that really happened, but it happens to the best of them. You know, you look at Skip and, Shan, uh, Skip and Shannon, you look at uh, 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 Shannon Sharp, uh, uh, sorry, Stephen A. Smith and Skip. Mm -hmm. Like, like you're a partner. We're here every day. And then you get these. A powerful take. She believes in what she's saying with Messi. I believe what I'm saying at Messi. And that's what makes a really good show is when you're able to go there. You don't want to cross the line, but you want to be able to go there and people know that y'all still love each other. But it happens on TV all the time. So, you know, uh, we'll get through it and we'll keep rocking. But this is how we're going to end it, make it right. Uh, Clutch BZ says, Ash single box for goodbye. So no, we gotta get I don't want no, 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 no. Give it. There you go. In the show. Here you go. Box. Can't get away, Ash. <laughs> oh my God. Well, listen. I know we didn't get to it today because we had the interview, but tomorrow, y'all, y'all gonna tune in because me and Brandon oh are gonna quiz Corey on all the things that he <laughs> does not know. You do not want to miss tomorrow's show. It's Hump Day, and it's gonna be a Two good box, one. Brandon. Corey is about <laughs> to get. Embarrassed. Corey, are you ready for tomorrow? No, I'm ready. I think I'm a surprise. Oh my goodness. You a mess. You are a mess. You my pop. A twin. A twin. We a twin. Messy twin. A twin. Bye. Peace.